0: Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History class. Let's go places.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go, Arnie. Let's Let's go. go. Welcome to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate
2: quote. Wow, look how crabby you are. Wow. (laughs) I haven't even said anything. Wow. If I knew you were going to be this crabby, I would have taken the day off.
1: Well, I was, was going to ask if you've already made your plans to take Super Bowl Sunday
2: off Are oh, you so ready to watch the you, Dolphins. You already know me like the back of your hand. You're damn right I took the weekend off. I'm going to Atlanta. I love Miami clinches the division three weeks in. I love it. I love it. You know what I think, Arnie? I yeah. think
1: I've decided to take a whole new approach on this sports radio thing. Yeah. I've realized I've been doing it wrong. I I've been doing have. it wrong my yeah. whole life. I mean, I, I try to... Inject some logic and some common sense, no, but not at all. No. no, I mean, dudes complaining about a guy holding a cell phone. You know, yeah. they're on national TV. i may, Maybe I'm doing this all wrong. So I, I think it's time for Brady to go, Arnie. He's got to go. I mean, I, I don't know who their second is. It Brian Hoyer. They got some guy named Danny Etling. It's over. I mean, I'm watching a washed up quarterback here tonight. He's got to go. If I'm Bob Kraft, I'm thinking about
2: maybe firing Bill Belichick tonight. Wait, wait, think about that, Arnie. Is that you- a good way to go? You, you know, you, you think you're being funny, but I want you to understand something. If Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady, if Tom Brady played uh, for Arizona, for Buffalo, if he was Ty Taylor, if, if he was Bradford, he would have been replaced by one of the rookie quarterbacks going 12 for 24, 130, uh, 113, one touchdown, one interception. He would have been yanked so quick, your head would have spun. So, Oh, I'm not look- being funny. I believe yeah. it.
1: Bring on Danny yeah. Etling. They've got a rookie quarterback, Arnie. What are you talking about? Don't you study the depth chart? Oh, Danny I, Etling yeah. time in New England. Let's go.
2: I mean, what are the real... Uh, a real rookie quarterback. You know what I'm saying? A real somebody to replace Tom Brady. You knew it was eventually going to come. And I, I already see on Twitter, Jay Feely's trolling me. And I heard Jonas and, and, and uh, Brady Quinn going, I can't wait till tomorrow until everybody gets. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. I'll tell you here right now. We finally saw, where were you on Sunday, September 23rd, when Tom Brady lost his skills? I was right here on the radio with you.
1: <laughs> well, again, if... See, I just can't do this. I got to inject common sense into this. You remember... It's funny because whenever we hooked up, Bobo and I started talking movies. Arnie, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Of is that a... Okay. There is an epic line where the principal is... Thinking he's talking to Ferris on the phone doing a voice. Right. And he says, why don't you just wheel grandma's old carcass right down here? Just just bring bring that coffin on up here and let me see it. That's kind of how I feel when it comes to the Patriots. This is cute that they're one and two right now. Well, oh, you must have missed yes, the game today. Oh. Yes, I. No, no, no. I've watched the game. I've seen this act before. I saw this last year. I saw this on Monday Night Football two years ago. I've seen it, Arnie. Been there, done this. I will believe it when you wheel that carcass into the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and I see the New England well, Patriots you, DOA.
2: Bad analogy. You should have used Weekend at Bernie's because we'll wheel it in and use it for the whole day of movie. Let me tell you something. They gave up 100 yards to a team that hasn't had a 100-yard rusher in five years. Oh, but that doesn't, really, that doesn't really make much of a difference, does it? This team is only a mere shadow of what it used to be. Tom Brady has no weapons. Tom Brady's 40-plus years old. Uh, they have no running game to say of. They really have a problem defensively. They And by the way, they've already been mathematically eliminated from the AFC East division. So... You take your pick, buddy, if you think it's gonna be a good year. I don't think so. I'm just pointing out the same thing that I point out every single
1: time we do this show after a New England Patriots loss. We, we we've done this bit before, Arnie. This is like the second date that the FM radio stations try to do that is fake so fake. I mean, I, I feel like we've been here and we've done this. Two games and we in, a row, though? Them.
2: Two we- in a row them. Two losses in a row?
1: Oh gosh, we'll have to go back to these notes from last week that we had. Uh, can you guys pull up the notes from whenever this yep. happened two years ago and the year before this? And Arnie buried him. This is Tom a cute Brady story, like right now. It's the Patriots years
2: old for crying out loud.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you what, Arnie. I'm not doubting that there's problems there, but this is a week to week league. Did you think Buffalo was going to go in and beat Minnesota today?
2: Hell no. no well, Did I, anyone? I, I thought maybe they could. I thought maybe they could.
1: Okay, listen, I can I can buy your lies for a while, but you, you mean, did not believe in says, any way, shape, I, or form that, that Buffalo says, was going into Minnesota and beating the Vikings I'm today. the
2: one that told you that Detroit was going to beat the Patriots. Nobody believed me on that one either. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah, so you're telling me if I go through the archives, Have I can seen find the you. Sport? Have you seen the pool that we're I probably shouldn't talk about this on the air. Who do you think's winning the pool with the football picks? Of course it's me.
1: Is it you now? Is is this another? Is this a a pretty? Is this like Big Cat saying you only miss the picks that you don't count? I mean, is that kind of how you are right now? I'm like
2: six and three in my picks. I don't know who's really doing better than me, but I I feel guilty because I have unfair advantage because I know football better than everybody else.
1: So you're in the area, you're in the region. I think you've laid it out as as much as you can. Miami's off to a great start. They're three and zero on the season. Had a win that I think anyone that watched that game realized they had no business. That was that was a very unique game today between the Raiders and the Dolphins. Uh, Buffalo gets a win, so maybe a little bit more life there. Don't know what to make of the Jets. I mean, outside of the fact that we gave them the Super Bowl trophy in Week One, right? And now the team they beat by a hundred just beat yeah. the Patriots tonight. So I don't I, I I don't know what to make of that. But with all that said, Arnie. Legit problems. I mean, come on. You don't get smoked by Detroit like this tonight. No. no, Whenever you're calling out their audibles. I mean, early in the game, they were calling out their audibles, and yet Detroit is still rolling like they are tonight. We can sit here and have fun with it all we want, and Patriot fans are very sensitive to these types of issues. But damn, Arnie, you're getting destroyed on Sunday
2: Night Football for the entire country to see. It should and be worse than this. It's only 26 to 10. It could be like 35 or 42 to 10. Let me tell you something. If we had people tweet on in, I promise you more than 60 or 70 percent agree with me that the Patriots and Tom Brady are done. I, prom- I bet you lunch, Chris, that more people are going to agree with me than agree with you. Well, and again, I'm
1: telling you, I'm not necessarily arguing with you, but Arnie, we've been here and we've done this. And 70% of NFL fans would agree with you as well, too, because they hate the Patriots. (laughs) I mean, you could basically come up and say, oh, Tom Brady's overrated. 70% would probably agree with you because they
2: hate the Patriots. That's kind of where it goes as far as
1: New England's concerned.
2: The only victory they had, now that we find out, is not against the very not-so-good Houston Texan team. That's the only
1: victory they could muster on off. You know what's interesting is we come to you live tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Listen, we're, we're open guest-wise. We want to hear from you. I yeah. guess Todd. I got Furman a fun fact a t-
2: to read from Frank, too.
1: Okay, I guess uh, yeah. Todd Furman gets a TV show, and, he, and he's too big time for it. So, wow! Uh, we'll continue to try to get Todd, Todd Furman on. I why
2: blowing am us am I off, doing, man! Why am I not
1: doing my picks on that TV show? Why am I not? Sounds like a problem between you and your agent or you wow. and your people or whomever when it my comes peeps. to... Well, maybe it's because you've had the same Super Bowl every single year, or maybe it had something to do with two of your four Final Four teams already being eliminated in college Uh, football. Don't throw
2: that in my face. Let me read the fun fact. The Patriots are tied for last place in the AFC East with Buffalo and the Jets. I can't even get through anything
1: without something shiny going off. If you ever want to throw Arnie off, tweet at him. Whoa, something shiny. It's like a dog. Yeah. It's like a
2: cat. He's oh, a see flashlight everybody ripping- on the wall. Oh, everybody was ripping you earlier. Don't think I don't have marked that in the highlighter. and going to read that later on.
1: You use a highlighter on your tweets?
2: No, I, I was just had to come up with something. I didn't know how to As- highlight.
1: Yeah. You could like it. That yeah. that's one way to do yeah. it. But no. So tonight we want to hear from you. Is what I'm trying to lay out at Plank Show at Stinking Genius. One of course, everybody should be hitting us up at Fox Sports Radio. We'll take you to the post game press conferences. We may hear from a member of the Lions when this game wraps up. Of course, last week we heard from Tavon Austin afterwards. But Arnie, we got we got tons to get to. I mean, we we could talk other sports. I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're going to be able to get into too much Tiger tonight. We'll leave that to the weekday guys, and we'll leave that to Ben. Probably Ben's a big. Golf guy, you know. Yeah, big, big, but, golf guy. But you brought up Houston as, and you got a handful of 0 3 teams right now in Arizona, Oakland, and Houston. And I think of all of them, the most surprising is where the Texans are. And it's interesting because that is the one win for New England. That's the opening week win. But I don't know <laughs> if there is a bigger disappointment, even with the Patriots at 1 and 2 right now. Yeah, I guess you could say the Jets after what happened at week one, where they are with back to back losses. How is a team that people had pegged as a Super Bowl contender sitting right now at 0-3 with one of the best, if not the best, defensive player in the NFL, with one of the better up-and-coming quarterbacks in the NFL based on a six-game sample size heading into this year? What the hell's going on down in Houston right now?
2: You know, i I got to be honest. I thought this team was going to win the division, and now I look at it. They got pushed around by the New York Giants. The Giants did stuff to the Texans that they haven't been able to do in years. I mean, Eli Manning threw for almost 300 yards. He was 25-29. and 29. That's almost impossible for him. I mean, geez, that, that's like Aaron Rodgers-esque. Uh, they had the running game going. Deshaun Watson was good, but, uh, you know, when you get out to the big lead at halftime, I think it was like 20-6 to six or something like that. I know Houston tried to make a rally, but when you're at home and you get down big like that, that's just a, a, you know, a, a, a recipe for disaster, and that's exactly what happened. You know, their, their defense is not as good as advertised.
1: And that's Romeo Cornell And again, one of those guys that that's in that Wade Phillips mode where we consider him to be somewhat of a savant, a genius when it comes to defensive mindsets. But man, that was that was a really hard watch based on how much the Giants had struggled. I mean they're Week three, to me, with teams that are 0-2, is all about desperation, right? Who plays with the most urgency? And I'm blown away that in watching that game, the team that came up with the big play late was was New York. And, Arnie, I kind of like New York after watching them in week one, what the Giants did against the Jaguars and hanging in that game. Right. Damn, that, that's as shocking as all get out to me that they were able to hold on ended up getting that win today. What? Where, where's the problem in Houston? Where's the problem in Dallas? Where's the problem in Oakland, Arizona? I mean, Arizona and Oakland aren't going to fire coaches, but could you see a move being made in somewhere like Big D or even Houston oh, that, when that, it comes to O'Brien I mean, and let Garrett? Let tell
2: you something. This is Jason Garrett's last year. I mean, they're not going to fire him midseason, but this is it. He's done. The Cowboys, uh, I mean, and, and you're going to think I'm crazy. They, they might not win more than one or two games the rest of the year. They can actually go the rest of the season and not win a game. That's how bad they are. Well,
1: okay. So we're in week three, and they're one and two, and you think they could end up three and 13 right yeah, now. Is I, that kind I, of what I,
2: I Did I not say from the very beginning that I didn't like them, right? Did I, and look at their schedule coming up. It is just murderous. I, I mean, they got this very next team, the Detroit Lions, I believe. But uh, well, the next they, two
1: teams are a combined one and five, yeah. so murderous. Okay.
2: Oh, the Lions. I mean, come on now. Look what they just did to New England. <laughs> They're on a roll now. Come on, Chris. Not what you've done for me, but what you've done for me lately, buddy.
1: <laughs> Mur- murderous. Yeah. The Lions at one and two, and the Texans at zero and the three. The back <laughs> against
2: the wall have to get a victory.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Houston might have a dub by the time they get there. Then right, they again, get you're using logic.
2: Stop using logic, Chris.
1: Uh, that's
2: what I need to say to
1: you every single week. You don't get to use that line whenever you come in here burying teams after week three. But here's what it looks like the next three weeks for Dallas. Lions at the Texans and then home to the Jaguars. So you go 0-3. I'm telling you right now, if they're in a situation where it's only a couple more wins, if they don't come away looking any better than they did on Sunday against Seattle, Arnie, it's not going to be till the end of the year when they make a move on Jason Garrett. Bobo brought up a great question before we got going. Is it Dak or Jason Garrett? Who gets yanked? Who gets called out? Who gets removed? I think it's going to be Jason Garrett.
2: Oh, Jason Garrett's going to be gone, but I promise you this, Dak Prescott is not the future quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. They have to go in another direction. This guy uh, is not the quarterback we th- thought he was after his rookie year. So uh, they have to find somebody new. I'd, I'd rather have Tony Romo come out of the booth before I deal with Dak Prescott again. We'd rather have a lot of people
3: other than you on the radio. But, hey, we start. Wow, oh! look at that.
2: Wow, look at the hate going on with me. Just because Plank's Oakland Raiders lose because your Cowboys lose, look at the venom coming at me. Very here's venom. the f- Very, here's very venomous.
1: F- here's the funny part, though, yeah. is Arnie brings venom even when his team loses. Yeah. Because when his team wins. He's an insufferable trash-talking machine, and we're three and and his, zero
2: now. Yeah, right. And when
1: his team loses, yeah. he's an insufferable trash-talking uh, knife in the back, yeah. needling you, because he blames everyone else. Should so, I take I mean, first we're class used to, to
2: Atlanta to see the Super Bowl, or should I just go? Coach sure, and see yeah. Atlanta? Take
1: first class. Yeah. You're going to have an awesome <laughs> time whenever the Dolphins end up like three and nine <laughs> at some point. All right, uh, hey. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we'll try to make sense of this week-to-week league, which, in my mind, went down from a statistical and a point spread perspective as one of the greatest upsets in NFL history. We'll tell you about it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. It may go down as one of the greatest point spread upsets ever. We'll tell you about it in mere moments. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday brought to you by Granger. granger has got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial surprise, uh, supplies that help keep your facility running. Get what you need When you need it at com, He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plano.
2: Oh, they know who you are. They're killing you on Twitter. They're killing you. I love it.
1: I see one that says, Arnie, you sound dumb, right? My gosh, right now. My gosh, Plank, how do you get through Sunday nights, man? But I, but, yeah, but, but, they're destroying well,
2: First of all, why why do I sound dumb? I'm, Arnie, I'm you're a bigger Alliance. fraud
1: and poser than Carr, Bradford, and Peterman combined. Uh, so I, I'm sorry. Where am I? Oh, Arnie, Arnie oh, I'm getting crushed.
2: Plank, wait, wait. Arnie, does Plank know that his team Oklahoma played next? My guess is they scheduled an NAIA because of how tough their schedule's been this year. Or they may have booked Navy or Air Force. Can uh, I th- wait? Wait! Wait! Uh, wait! Wait! What did Chris just say? You don't have time to talk tiger. This is wait. Guy- you
1: can't read that one. You oh. can't read that one. And okay. here's why. Okay. Here's why. Okay. And I'm gonna point this out. Okay. One neck, two chains, and your four followers. Yes. No one complains on this network more when I try to bring up golf than you. True. When I try to bring up golf, True. you. See you make fun yep. of it like you're snoring. He's like, oh, Artie Palmer do anything? Where's Jack Nicholas at? So if I brought up Tiger Woods today, I you would shut you. me down. Yes, I would. There would've. you go. But I So save your hate for somewhere yes. else. Yes. Uh, like. I, and by the way. T.J. Mallory, you do not get away with that. That's BS. Nobody schedules tougher non-conference consistently than Oklahoma. They don't do the Alabama thing where they don't leave the state. They go to places like Columbus, Ohio. They go to places wow. like Tallahassee when they wow. were good. They go to places like L.A. next year to play UCLA, though. I don't know if that's they a good They stay home anymore.
2: and play the mighty tough Army team. What is Yes, they're
1: going to Army in two years as well. So Army's not a bad team.
2: By the way, way to get dominated by them. Did they win the game? Congratulations.
1: How did Arizona
2: do this week? And they beat Oregon
1: State. How did they do the week before that? Why do you Beat South Alabama. They
2: beat Oregon State, but the funny part is, and I want you to know something, I I don't know the etiquette when I should tweet you or text you when the game's going on. You don't
1: on. care what the etiquette That's is. True. Don't act like text you, text you give a damn. I was
2: going to text oh you in God. overtime when it was 21-21 going, yeah! Check
1: the heck of a game, man. It was one of the best environments I've ever been a part of, and they still won the game. Was so we're, uh, we're 4-0 right now. What's Arizona's record? What's going on in the Pac-12 uh, right now? How I awesome hate- are you
2: guys? A hatred. Oh, my goodness. He's hating on everybody today.
1: It's the idiocy that comes out of college football fans when you get a close game. What happened when Wisconsin was in a close game with BYU, Arnie? What happened? They, they lost. They yeah. lost. Win yeah. games. That's the most important thing. Uh, there's a couple of really good tweets though here that I do want to yeah. get to. Uh, UCLA Dodger Frank writes: After Tom Brady's subpar performance tonight, Arnie has sworn off avocado ice cream going forward. Are you a hater
2: of? I, I didn't know that was a thing. Is yeah, that's it? Tom, yeah, that's Tom Brady's thing. Avocado ice cream. Ah, yeah. Is it? Is that it, so? It's real. I think so. I think it is a real thing. There's well, You can get ice cream, all type of flavors there. But, yeah, I'm going to swear that off. I, I feel bad. I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer, best quarterback of all time, and, you know, we got to see him in a bloody mess like this. It just hurts me. It, it brings and, tears to my eyes.
1: And, by the way, I'll double down on this from uh, Frank. It's a good point. Great for L.A. football in general today. Nearly sold-out crowd and many more Charger fans showed up at the Coliseum than any home game at StubHub, wow. primarily because of inflated tickets at StubHub. We'll have to get to Sager's take on that a little hey, bit later. By the but way, that was great.
2: Remember when I told you last week that you're working in the kitchen and you cut your finger, right. and all of a sudden it. You yeah, know, you it had has, some
1: horrible analogy yeah, about how it would fall well, off.
2: Well, and I said if you don't take care of it, put put on some Neosporum or whatever that thing is, you know, get the, you know a little, uh, take care of it and put a band aid on it, you get affected. You didn't listen to me, and the finger got affected, and now you've been walking around for two weeks, and now half your hand is affected, and I may have to take the finger off. That's what's going on with the Patriots, okay? That's what's happening right now. The finger got affected, and we have to take the finger off. The Patriots are affected now, and that's it. They're done. They're 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 almost flatlining right now. So, I, and and the show's today. So everybody on, you know. <laughs> T- tweeting me you can you know hate somebody else well i see like x nfl players ripping me so um you know whatever like jay feely and stuff like that but they'll, they'll understand in due time
1: uh nine and a half points arnie that's what the early spread is At for seven, New England against seven i, Miami up, I next know week. i saw
2: that it's seven i i saw seven on vegas inside that's a lot so. of
1: points that's a lot of points
2: oh, give me give me the dolphins i'm gonna get rich This. how time.
1: about this are are you that confident To where you would put a legit amount of money on it. Because I'll pay for your flight to Vegas if you're that confident. I was
2: that that confident the last two games against Jacksonville and Detroit. 100% confident.
1: All right. So how about in Miami? That's your boys. And it's in Foxborough.
2: Yeah, that's that's the only problem. Yeah, that's that's the only problem. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: You've buried them. I'm telling you, if you're confident enough, I'll get your flight to Vegas. I don't know, man. Let me give you
2: a trivia question. Do you know who has... uh... Who's My eleven gosh. and one in their last twelve starts? Uh, Tannehill. Bingo,
1: bingo. Of course, that stretched out over like three years because well, he what sta- can't stay that. on the field here. Uh, so here's the next three weeks for Miami. All right, excuse me, excuse me, New England. Miami next week. That is a, a uh, that's a noon game. They- <laughs> then why wouldn't you take the flight to Vegas and bet on them? I got to work. I got things going on this weekend. Yeah, you can do it on a Wednesday. Go on a Wednesday. I got to work. Make your bet. <laughs> okay, so a loss, even though you won't put your money yeah. where your mouth is. Great. Uh, the following week, they get the Colts. Yeah. Lost there, too? That's nah, a coin
2: flip on that.
1: <laughs> and then it gets really tough for me. Yeah, are yeah, right, Bears. it does. By the way, I, I, I love what the Bears are doing right now. Not a believer yet. It's yeah. amazing what Khalil Mack is doing, but I, I'm sorry. Digging that you're 2-1 right now. Loving it that you're ready wow. to just set the town. Of, I dig it, man. It's fun to watch. I watched that whole game you between take them and a Arizona them today.
2: Because they stole Khalil Mack from you guys.
1: Uh, no, no, no. I dig watching Cleo Mack. I'm happy for Cleo Mack. He actually has other defenders around him. He was a one-man show in Oakland. Am I mad that they traded our best player? Of course. But damn, dude got paid. He wasn't going to get that in Oakland. Uh, but but there's still kind of an early season fraud. With that said, let me sell off my tease here for you, Arnie. Yeah. The last team, did you see what the number was heading into the Vikings-Bills game today? 17. 17 points. Uh, There have been 47 regular season games since 1996 where a team, which kind of gives you an idea of how tight the NFL is because that's a lot of games between 96 and 2018, and only 47 games where a team was favored by 16 or more points in a regular season game. The favorite had won them all. Wow. The last team to lose a game when they were as big of a favorite as 16 or more points was – the Dallas Cowboys in 1995 against Washington. Dallas was 10-2. They would go on and win the Super Bowl. But if we were doing a show that night, Arnie would tell you that Troy Aikman sucked and that they oh, needed to move wow. on from Emmitt Smith, and they were done. Pro Football Reference has point spread information back to 1978, and there have been only, get this, five teams that have won a game when an underdog of 16 or more points The combined margin of victory for the underdogs in those previous five games was 27 points. All of them were one-score games, Wow! and the Bills beat the Vikings 27-6 to today. And, of course, they needed those six points late just to make it look that good. The last team to be favored by at least two touchdowns and only score seven points were the Steelers back in 2002. So, Arnie... From a point spread perspective, and the way in which the Bills kicked the Vikings today may have been one of the more shocking upsets we've seen in the early season in the NFL, period.
2: Period. How crazy is that? I never really, I mean, you see that, and I thought maybe the Bills, I, look, I had them covering. I said it was, was going to be close because, you know, when you're getting that many points, you're supposed to take that many, you're supposed to take the points and, you know, and, and just hope that they get out to an early lead and you hold on for the backdoor cover. I never thought that they'd go ahead and win by three touchdowns. That was a complete domination. I don't know what they're saying in Buffalo, but they've got to be just as perplexed as everybody else, but they're probably loving it.
1: Eight seven seven ninety nine 99 on Fox, Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. 996 6369. You can also hit us up on Twitter. That's where we'll be most active tonight at Stinking Genius One. That's Arnie, S T I N K I N Genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show. And ladies and gentlemen, strolling into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios is Steve Desager, fresh off his front row seat for that Chargers-Rams game today, and he's got what's going on for us. Actually, wow.
3: that row from the uh, box, the uh, booths at, for the media at this Coliseum are very close now because there's so much construction going on behind it. they just shoved us up much closer to, uh, for those who don't know, USC runs the LA Coliseum now. Of course, the school is next door. They've not only played in the place for decades, they now run it, and they're reconstructing Constructing inside and out. So there's almost no parking uh, in the area. I don't recommend oh, anyone to go to any event at the L.A. Coliseum this year. Things will be wow. done as far as construction uh, end of next summer. But wow, I Wow, it's all I could say. I parked there at eight fifteen this morning. You know they're putting a museum over there too, right? That's right. Yeah. So the, they took near the oh, pool, it yeah. took over a
2: thousand parking spots to put a new museum. This <laughs> is why
3: I don't live that way.
2: If I miss a traffic light, I think it's too much traffic. That's
3: going in beyond the left end zone as well. Yeah. Uh, however, the game at which you guys were mentioning so the seating capacity is down and they still had nearly 70,000 with the paid attendance and a lot of people with chargers jerseys there for the quote road team rams are just an incredible offense so many options they're fun to watch as soon as McVay came and became not just the head coach but running this offense last year first seven drives for the rams today That's the bulk of the game. The shortest drive they had was still over 50 yards. They'd get the ball and go 80, and then 75 the next one, and then 70, and then 77. It was like that almost all day. And yes, Joey Bosa is very much missed. And the Rams beat the Chargers 35-23. The Rams are 3-0. Detroit tonight beat New England 26-10. So the Patriots' record is 1-2. Tom Brady, 133 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Seattle defeated Dallas 24-13. Chris Carson, 32 carries for the Seahawks, 102 yards and a score. And Chicago won 16-14 at Arizona. The Cardinals are 0-3. They had four turnovers on four straight possessions in the second half today. Jeez. Kansas City 3-0 after beating San Francisco 38-27. I'm thinking
2: I should bench Jimmy G in my fantasy league. Team,
3: yeah, that huh? might that yeah. might be yeah. a good one at this point, since the 49ers say they feel that the quarterback, Garoppolo, tore his ACL MRI tomorrow. Buffalo and Tennessee with road wins. New Orleans as well getting an overtime victory. Philadelphia and Washington with wins. Tiger Woods took the tour championship. Justin Rose takes the FedEx Cup. Back to you. Thanks, Steve DeSager.
1: What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I loved everything about golf today. I thought it was fantastic.
2: Uh, 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 uh. You yeah, see what they're saying on Twitter? Slow down. What? I can't, no golf? That's Eric says no golf unless Arnold Palmer is playing.
1: I'll just – it takes a lot. I'm a diehard NFL fan from the Red Zone channel to whatever game. I'm, I guess I'm one of the poors because I didn't get the – I didn't get the Sunday ticket this year. So I realized I watched a lot more on direct – excuse me, on the Sunday – or what am I trying to say? On the Red Zone channel than anything else. I just got that. But with that said – uh, I found myself watching a lot of a dude wearing red. I watched Tiger intently. I thought it was phenomenal, all of his interviews. He shows up with the sleeveless shirt on today, comes walking through, following the Tiger track. It was great, and I can't wait for golf to be back
2: and next We, we want to thank the one listener that's still listening to the show right now. Thank you.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm glad that Steve DeSager brought up Jimmy Garoppolo because yeah. we've failed to mention it in the first 30 minutes here of the show. It appears to be the worst-case scenario. Kyle Shanahan confirming that they think he tore his ACL. They can get the Lachman test, and I guess they did that, and unfortunately it seemed to come back positive. Yeesh. MRI tomorrow. So do you, I don't know, do we start this nonstop carousel of free agent quarterbacks maybe san francisco trying to make a move or listen i don't think any team mails it in in the nfl if you're san francisco do you just say all right we'll give we'll give bether the shot he did okay at times last year maybe we're not in a position like many thought we were to be a super bowl contender and we'll just take our lumps this year
2: get jimmy healthy and be back next year if it was any other team would people be clamoring for colin kaepernick or what
1: Well, and it was interesting. I saw a few people bring that up, and I wonder because it's San Francisco and he'd been there before, and it's pretty much a whole new regime now. I mean, whenever he – I don't know. What era were they on whenever he left? Was that the Harbaugh era or was that the Tom Sula era? Uh, I I get confused every now and then with San Francisco. But I don't know. I mean, would it be too far-fetched? There were Raider rumors earlier this week, though – I don't know where that came from, because the Raiders gave up a fifth-round pick to go get A.J. McCarron. Why would they go get Colin right. Kaepernick? There were cowboy rumors. That might make a little sense, because I don't think there's a true set backup in Dallas. I don't know, Arnie. It might be interesting, at least, to
2: talk about. Yeah, I, look, I, as for what's going to go on with Jimmy G, he's got to learn to get out of bounds. I mean, you got a contract of like $150 million. You're tiptoeing along the sideline there. You decide not to run out of bounds, and it was a non-contact injury. You There you, you go. You, you, you tried to go ahead and balance yourself, and you, you, you blew your knee out. Now you're done for the year. It was crazy because a lot of people, I think, mistakenly thought
1: that he was hurt on the hit. He wasn't no, hurt on the hit. No, I mean, no, he took a all. shot. Don't get me wrong. But it, it was when his left leg had planted when you realized, oh, no, this dude is in trouble. And I'm not trying to say I doctored that up and saw it firsthand. But damn, Harney, that is that is uh, obvious, evidentiary evidence piece number one and why quarterbacks need to get down because now the 49er season may be shot with oh it is shot
2: stop it It, it's done congratulations to the rams you've won the division anyway so forget about it
1: yeah i'm starting to wonder why seattle bounced back today maybe maybe oh stop it they bounced back against a lousy team well uh this is true but 0-2 teams in desperate situations that get that win maybe can go on a little run. I'm still a firm believer that in six weeks we're going to be sitting here talking about a 3-3 and Raiders team. So maybe I'm just as crazy as you are, you are. But You are. But, but with that said, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'm very intrigued uh, uh, to see uh, Pittsburgh tomorrow night. 0-1-1 team. Desperate team right now. Let's see how they respond after a week of controversy, too. So we'll see how teams respond coming up next week.
2: Yeah, by the way, in case you want to know, Pittsburgh is losing tomorrow.
1: Going to fall to 0 and 2
2: to Tampa? Yeah. Uh, Tampa's just uh, too much of a role. If you think I'm going against Ryan Fitzpatrick, hey, you have another thing coming. The way they look, they, I mean, they're just going on all cylinders and they're playing at home and they're playing on Monday night. And you want me to go against them, especially in the shape Pittsburgh's in? Get out of here. You must be crazy.
1: Boy, Jacksonville was on a hell of a roll heading into today's game. They had beaten the Giants on the road in the opener. They smoked the New England Patriots at home. And then Which they had Blake Gabbert starting at quarterback, and then they lost. I'm telling you, Arnie, it's a week-to-week league. It doesn't matter what happened last week, man. I love what's, hap- what's going on with Ryan Fitzpatrick right now, but they're yeah. as likely to get kicked tomorrow night as Minnesota yeah, was today.
2: It. Why what 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 about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Kinda scares you right now after the first two games. Was it blowing a twenty one seven lead to the mighty Cleveland Browns? Is that is that what it was or what?
1: Brown's 1-1-1 right now. They're battling for first place in that division, Arnie, and now they finally got smart and have the right quarterback playing. Are you serious? You're not worried about Antonio Brown? They lose one game to the hottest team in the NFL right now and suddenly you're just mailing it in? Oh, Pittsburgh, man. They stink. They're going to kick the uh, crap out of Tampa tomorrow uh, night. You, you know what's going to happen. You must
2: not have watched Tampa Bay and what Fitzmagic is doing. That's okay. You'll, you'll have to watch. It's a
1: week it. to week league. New Orleans can't play defense. We watched it today. They caught everyone by surprise in week one you're smart enough to know that Fitzpatrick has done this before where he has a couple of weeks everyone loses their mind dumb teams like Buffalo give him big contracts and the next thing you know you're stuck there with him and he's awful So yeah, I, I don't know I why you're awful. falling for this yeah, I,
2: I wish I had that awful over Tannehill right now <laughs> you, wait you just told me how great he was he's 11-1 no, in his last 12 11 one, but that doesn't mean it was defense
1: so you would trade Tannehill right now for Fitzpatrick
2: if I can get the way Fitzpatrick
1: is playing, sure I take that every <laughs> game. Anyone would take what he's doing in the first two games. That's the problem. It's a small sample size. You don't get it consistently. I love this for Tampa fans. I think it's great. I think it's great to see them playing well. It's fun. It's a fun team to watch. But damn, Arnie, I, I just oh, so you're going back to Jameis.
2: So you're going back to Jameis Winston uh, when Jameis Winston can go back after this week.
1: Yeah, after Fitz throws his three interceptions tomorrow night on Monday Night Football and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come crashing back to earth, yeah, I think it's going to end up being a situation where they go back to Jameis. Thank
2: goodness you're not a coach. That's all I can if,
1: say. If Fitzpatrick from the same guy who probably is ready to bench Tom Brady. Now, if Fitzpatrick goes out and plays, well, yeah, he's going to keep playing. If they keep winning, absolutely. You'd be
2: crazy not no, to, actually, but he's coming he, back to work. Even if he plays average, they're going to keep Fitzpatrick in there because I, I get a feeling they don't want to play uh, pay – um, Jameis Winston, the money to be the future uh, face of the team. So I think they'll go with Fitzpatrick and let both of them go after the year.
1: Yeah, so you think they start all over at quarterback in Tampa? Yeah. Hmm. They may keep
2: Fitzpatrick around, but, you know, I think they'll let Jameis Winston go.
1: I have a theory then to pose to you about a potential quarterback on the market and what you might be willing to pay for him. And we'll get into that next. It's Arnie and Plank on a busy Fox Sports Sunday. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Arnie, was there talk? Uh, Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Welcome back. Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Was there talk of Gordon potentially playing tonight? Or was it pretty much believed that Josh Gordon was going to be inactive? No, for the I, thought, tonight.
2: I thought he was going to get a couple of plays in. I mean, me we didn't too. think he was going to line up full-time. Um, I thought they would get, like, a play in here for him or a play there, you know, target him, like, two or three times just to get in the field. I didn't like what Belichick did on, what was it, Wednesday, uh, what he said he's not a officially a member of the team, so I can't talk about it. And an hour later weird. he was at practice uh, because then he knew he didn't have to speak to the media till Friday. So, you know, th- that bothered me. But, um, yeah, I thought he was going to go ahead and get a, a few reps in there. Especially because if he doesn't play in 10 games, um, the Patriots get back, what, a seventh-round pick for him, I believe. Ooh, that might be their plan. <laughs> they might
1: believe it's like the new rule in college football with the four game redshirt where you can play a guy for four games and still redshirt him. Right, right, right. Maybe that's kind of the rule they're using here. A couple of quick tweets and I want to get to this potential just buzz on a quarterback trade. Uh Alex P. Keaton wannabe, that's Bill's Mafia twenty one on Twitter writes, Is it overreacting, Arnie, to proclaim the Bills are going to the Super Bowl?
2: No, no, not at all. Of course, I mean, jeez, was that funny today? Real? I, I still can't wrap my wrap it around my head that they went ahead and destroyed Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota never got going, and it, it was it was just painful to watch. I, I would have loved to be uh, watching the game with Minnesota fans and just to tape uh, what the reaction was. That would have been just, just priceless.
1: Because they were really feeling themselves after finding oh, a way yeah. to tie last week and the way they played in week one. I mean, I, I don't get. I I, I I shouldn't say I don't get that. I get that. I understand that that excitement, and then to have that happen today, the way that it happened, That's when a all the of
2: j- shoe losses,
1: when all the joke was that they're. Their, I guess their Twitter people, their social media team had actually had the flight going to the wrong state Shh. whenever they were showing the graphic on Twitter. But yet they go out and play well today. I Good didn't point. See that.
2: point. Where, where did they show? Go to Wisconsin or something? Yeah,
1: yeah. They had it. They had it pulling up a
2: state short.
1: Yeah. Before it actually got to well, Minnesota, stuff like that
2: happens, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: that the the healthy goon hit us up on Twitter. Paul writes, Arnie officiating in the NFL today was the worst I've ever seen. Refs are completely controlling everything. Call for pass interference late in San Francisco. KC game was horrendous. Probably cost San Francisco the game. You know, we're getting into more of the roughing the passer calls coming up in the next hour. And that's the
2: one with uh, Green Bay and Uh, what's-his-face.
1: Clay Matthews. Yeah, yeah. Clay
2: Matthews, who, you know, i got to tell you, though, uh, the one today, forget about the one last week. The one today, I can see that call. I really can. He did uh, fall right on top of him, and that's what they're supposed to call. I mean, I, I might not agree with it, but I can could, I could understand that call. I, I kind of knew it was going to happen.
1: Well, and here's the thing with that. It's it's just not consistent. We can show you video of a Clay Matthews, what appears to be him using his weight to fall on a guy, and then you see highlights from, what, the, the Lions-Patriots game, the Raiders-Dolphins game today, to where the exact same thing happens, and it's not called. So, it's it's we're in the catch rule phase of this, did he put weight on him or not. And then one more from TJ. Uh, Arnie, Dolphins 3-0. Bills blow out the Vikings. And the Cardinals actually had a lead late against the Bears. What's the world doing right now because the Giants even beat Houston? If this keeps up, you could get your Dolphins-Giants Super
2: Bowl. Oh, from from your lips to God's ears, please. Please. A lot
1: of buzz as we uh, roll on here in
2: our final segment. It certainly won't be the Raiders, that's for sure.
1: Uh, well, wow. yeah, we're 0-3 right now. That's not looking good. Uh, what are it's the not odds even... you
2: make the playoffs, like 0.00?
1: Uh, something like that, yeah. Okay. Uh, and, as a matter of fact, I don't think a team has made the playoffs starting 0-3 since 96, maybe, 98. Wow. So it's, it, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. But I firmly believe, as I sit here on, what is today's date? September 23rd of 2018. That in three weeks from tonight, we'll be talking about the Raiders sitting at three and three heading into their bye. Week. I will tell you this: they're not as crappy as I thought they were. They've, D- you know, I can't. That's even talk a compliment. About
2: it. That's a compliment. No,
1: no, no. It, it, it's it's a sad compliment, and people are blaming Carr. It's not Derek Carr's fault, though. I had to laugh. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch spoke to the media, and he had a trash can in front of him to kind of separate the media from him so he could have some room. Right. And someone on Twitter, so hatefully put, it was very nice of Marshawn Lynch to do an interview with Derek Carr right there next to him. Indicating wow. that Carr was the trash can, wow. not Derek Carr's fault, not John Grue. Well, it might be John Gruden's fault. He traded their best player. Yeah. But in time, I think they're going to be okay this well, year. Well, the defense okay, looked pretty good nine.
2: giving up trick plays and seventy-five yard touchdowns. That was. By hard. the
1: way, by the way, you know what? Let me. Can I give you an Arnie span? take right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. That Grant guy should be cut. What an arrogant little punk he is! High fiving at the ten yard line. Oh, how was that Get was that, that out of here. what? Get huh? that out of here!
2: All right. Uh, listen. By the way, why was it that a penalty?
1: It should have been. And they yeah. should have been kicked out of the game. And if Adam Gase had any spine, he would cut both of those fools right now. All right, we only got two minutes, Arnie. I got to pay off this Okay, tease. okay, go ahead. If you're in, you were bringing up a situation like Tampa's where maybe they move on from Ryan, well, Fitzpatrick could be there as a backup. They move on from Jameis. Maybe you're in a situation to where, I don't know, you're Dallas and you don't believe in Dak Prescott. You know, there's a couple of quarterbacks that have outs in their contract coming up or at least could be available on the trade market if you go back to the offseason. Would you be willing to maybe bail in a couple of picks if you're a Dallas or maybe a team like the Chargers if Phillip Rivers retires or, or even a Tampa if you believe in that roster and you just need a quarterback to maybe go get, say, a Russell Wilson right now? Or do you think... They'll commit to him in in, in Seattle. Remember, Seattle yeah, did a lot yeah. of work on Josh Allen this offseason, thinking about potentially trying to bring him in. Would you make a move for a guy like Russell Wilson? Are, okay, okay you are telling me if I'm San Francisco? I've got three teams that I okay. just brought up. I said Tampa, I said Dallas, I said potentially well, Tampa, the Chargers. Doing,
2: I'm not doing anything if I'm Tampa right now. Tampa's going to finish out the year and then get rid of Jameis Winston. I'm not Well, trading. that's my point. That's yeah. my. I'm not talking I'm not, in season, Arnie. Yeah. I'm talking after the year. After the year – um, I don't look I don't think anybody really wants to trade for him because he's going to cost too much money and by the way he's had a little bit of an off-season incident you understand that don't you that keeps him from being the face of a franchise um, I, I, I just can't do that if I'm San Francisco I, I'd rather take my chances with Kaepernick and I can't even believe I said that but I'd rather take Kaepernick and see what he could do for the team. Well, I'm not talking in season though. I'm thinking yeah. about next year and
1: who right. you build with in the off season. What's his off? Wait, you got to fill me in on off season issues with Russell Wilson because I know that everyone that was there from the Legion of Boom hated him, but I don't know of him ever getting in trouble. Joel Corey, who's been on this show before, speculated that they could get three first round picks for him. We'll that's, talk about that more insane. next hour. That is insane. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. We're running through the locker rooms next on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Arnie, I do want to circle back to what yeah. we finished up last hour with because I think there's a lot of different parts to talking about quarterbacks, futures, and again, we should always give this disclaimer on this show on Sunday nights. We need jerk and that's what we do. Yes, and we I do. get mad about it, and I grinch and moan, and I say we got to be logical. But then I realize, why fight it? Let's just roll. I mean, we're three weeks into the NFL season. We have the Buccaneers coming back down to earth tomorrow night against the Steelers, which should be fun to watch. So, I mean, we got a lot to get to on the show, and we haven't even touched on half of the NFL schedule. We haven't but even touched on the Dolphins getting Le'Veon Bell. Oh, is that your next move that you're no, going I'm, to make? No, I'm
2: just kidding. I, no, it wouldn't be too bad, though. But they're just don't have. The, they not going to pay him the money that he wants. That's for sure. I'm, I'm curious to see who's going to give him the money, though. That's what I'm waiting to see. Hey, would that not be a good fit for the Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers? It'd be a great fit.
1: But there's only a certain number of teams who currently have the space necessary right, right. to absorb his contract. I'll, I'll have to find that. There's, I think, six teams right now. I'll, I'll dig on that d- during our next break. But... This is one of those moments where I kind of wish the NFL was a little bit more like baseball. You know, baseball, you can get a rental for the rest of the season. Right, oh, right. we we need a left-handed uh, arm. Let's go get Dennis Price, and uh, or, or we need uh, like the Dodgers were the kings of rentals back right. in the day. Just get yeah Manny Machado this year, even though I think Machado's going to stick around for a while. This would be cool. To see where Le'Veon Bell would fit best, if indeed he is on the market, as Adam Schefter reported earlier this morning. But
2: I, I even, why, even wait, if, why do you say it like that? You don't believe that he's on the market? Of course, he's got to be on the market. Why? Why? Why, why do you say, of course he has, just because, because he's, Schefter told you? he's not, not going to come in, and you're not going to give him the money. So, you see, you put yourself in this situation. You knew this was going to happen. Though I don't agree with Le'Veon Bell, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you should have done what the Patriots do. You get rid of somebody a year or two early if you don't want to give him the money. That's why they got rid of Brandon Cooks. They didn't want to give him the money. So, do something. You know, you, you can't just let the guy hold you hostage like this. Well, you can't trade everyone that gets pissed. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know if we can say what, that, but it, you can't. It, it's it's is this, football. Is this is this any better? Having the guy sit out for ten games and 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 wait, You're going to get him for six games and then he's going to go. So you know I, I would have traded him way. I would have traded him when the draft was going on. And that's when I told you. That's when I get rid of everybody. I, if you don't <laughs> want to go ahead, and, and you we, we talk about this all the time. I'm getting rid of you. I'm not giving you hundred, just like just like the Raiders. I would have traded Khalil Mack back. In, in the draft, so because I knew I wasn't going to give $141 million.
1: That's the big mistake they made in this process. I'm, just, I'm here to tell you, you can't just trade everyone that gets mad about their contract. And this, to me, as much as it pains me, I do agree with you. This is on the Steelers for not being proactive with it. And I'm not saying they sat around and didn't do anything about it. But you realized you were in a no-win situation with this guy and that he was going to force your hand. There's a part of me that gets mad about it. There's a part of me that gets angry. I'm thinking, oh, you got, you've got you got an opportunity to go out there and play. Do it. Take advantage of it. Show that you're worth it. But then what more does he have to show? <laughs> He's been one of the best running backs in the league for the better part of the last three or four years. So so what does that mean? I don't though? know.
2: So what does that mean? So I, I could say I'm, I'm one of the best-looking guys uh, in a room full well, you of uh, uh, ten guys who are not that good-looking. Yeah. I mean, so what, though? I, remember now, the running back position has been devalued.
1: Well, sure it has, but you're also feeling as if you're more than just a running back you're feeling like if you're Le'Veon Bell you're a game changing receiver you feel like you're a game changing presence beyond just having the ball handed to you and i think that's where a lot of this is coming from he he wants that
2: extra juice that the steelers aren't giving him wasn't there just a picture of him like last week hanging around like some poolside or something like that or am i wrong on that Uh,
1: Now, you know what? I have tried to stay out of his drama because I'm just, I I could see as soon as I saw Adam Schefter report that he was available on the trade market, which again, I'm not necessarily buying, but I thought of John Gruden giving up more first round picks to go get him. Hey guys, we got these first round picks. Let's go get Le'Veon Bell. And then he ends up leaving after one year. So I'm panicked and paranoid about it. But Arnie, on the quarterback side of things, I think you have a lot of interesting debates that are coming up based on contracts. Derek Carr has an out after this year. If the Raiders want, if John Gruden's had him for three games, they're zero and three. If they go three and thirteen or four and twelve. I don't know. Maybe Gruden says, all right, this guy, $100 million, let's start from scratch. We're basically starting from scratch to begin with. The Seahawks have an out after next season with Russell Wilson's contract. Maybe they see what they can get in the open market. If Dallas isn't happy with Dak and they don't want to spend that money or the Chargers are looking to move on. So in the long term, I think those are two quarterbacks that it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. In the short term, yeah. I can't help but wonder if a guy like a Jameis Winston might be available. Well, what about I, these quarterbacks
2: that have just been benched for the rookie quarterbacks? I guess, uh, I don't know, Sam Bradford or Ty Taylor or I don't know. I'm I'm, um, I'm trying to think who was benched. Uh, you know, well, they already traded Teddy Bridgewater from the Jets, right. which now which would have been a good pickup if he was still there for San Francisco. So maybe go after Bradford. I don't know if they'll get rid of somebody like that because they probably want him to stick around just to be a backup.
1: What about RG3? What RG3 about Robert Griffin, A guy who revitalized his career in Baltimore during the offseason. Well, the the let's
2: let's not get too crazy, you know.
1: Well, I mean, at least he was he was there somewhere. So I mean, <laughs> give give him credit for being on a roster. But with that said, you you have a couple of different story well, you got three different storylines, and let's add a fourth storyline on player movement, Arnie. Earl Thomas and what he went yeah. out and did today. I mean, my goodness. I don't know – his troll game's on point when he was talking about coaches coming up to him saying they're looking forward to the trade on Monday. But you're talking now – we've mentioned Le'Veon Bell. Or, uh, I don't want to get too carried away with Russell Wilson and Derek Carr right now, but let's just say a Jameis Winston. Now you throw an Earl Thomas in there. We could have a pretty active couple of weeks from the NFL and player movement, can't
2: we? Yeah, and we usually don't get something like that. You're right. No. I, I, I just – you know you, you don't get the rental players like you mentioned earlier – um, though this could really work out because these guys all will have outs and and you go ahead and see how it plays out. I don't know about Carr uh, about after this year. If I'm him, I'm not so sure I want to stay with the Raiders. Well,
1: I, I, he's getting paid a lot of money to be there. Right. And right. it's not as if this is his fault. I know he has just had awful fourth quarters, including – a pick six against the Rams that made the spread look worse. He threw completed ninety percent of his passes against the Broncos and still couldn't win the game and they fell apart late against Miami today. But I I'm not ready to throw in the towel on him quite yet. I think he's just starting to get up to speed. Nor am I on Russell Wilson either. I think these are just conversations that we're having based on budgets and, and kind of what a team might view their worth. And look who's killing it right now in the NFL? The Rams. How are they able to do this? They've got Jared Goff on a rookie contract, and he's right. excelled under Sean McVay, and they've been able to go out and improve their defense. Though so, that was really missing today against the Chargers. So I think, I think there'll be a lot of movement coming up over the next few weeks in the NFL. All right, uh, here's a stat for you, Arnie. Here's a stat for you right. that's going to make you feel a lot better about your pending doom for the New England Patriots, though I still stand behind the fact that I think you're a diehard Patriots fan at heart, and you say all this hoping to reverse the curse, if you will. The Patriots have lost consecutive games by 10 or more points for just the third time in the Bill Belichick era. Wow. That's crazy, right? Yeah. The first two occurrences came in weeks five and six and weeks 15 and 16 in 2002. Whoa. So 16 years ago. What's significant about 2002? It's the only time with Tom Brady as a starting quarterback that Bill Belichick didn't make the playoffs. Now remember Brady got hurt in week 1 a couple years later right. and Matt Castle uh, they they fell just short of the playoffs, but that was 5755 days ago according to NFL research and arnie kind of an ominous trend if you will for the Patriots going forward, right? I tried to tell you guys, you didn't you're not listening. Oh, is still this my, not listening. is my no, mic on? Hello. Can well, you hear it, it, me? I have to point out, Jeez. you have said this probably, what year are we on this show? Six. You have said this six years running yes. every time they well, end up losing Well, sooner or a later,
2: game, even so. a blind squirrel finds his acorns. You know what I'm saying?
1: And as I like to say, shoot a gun in the air enough times, eventually you'll hit a duck. Okay, let's yes. get a couple of these tweets in here, shall we? Um,
3: there's <laughs> a lot. Writes,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, the, the Mason mauler. Hold up. Are you guys serious? Tampa Bay should trade Jameis Winston? For what? Because Ryan Fitzpatrick is hot right now, like he was with the Jets and the Bills? What happens when the clock strikes 12 and he turns back to Ryan Fitzpatrick? I'm with you on that one, Mason or You're yelling at the wrong person. I'm with you 100%. Well,
2: here's, but here's what I'm telling you. Now you want to get rid of a guy a year or two early than a year or two late. Uh, if you're not going to make Jameis the quarterback and face of your team, then you might as well trade him because Fitz has got it covered this year. <sighs> But again, does he? Oh, he doesn't, right? He doesn't. He's looking lousy. Arnie, uh, I,
1: I know your response to this, so I, I hesitate to even say it. The
2: show's but- today.
1: But we're two weeks into the season, and you're ready to stake the rest of the season. I'm going to call the boss, see if I
2: get the rest of the year off, and I'll, I'll meet you back in January then. Well, that's kind of how you're making it sound when you're Jeez. ready to
1: trade everyone and just give the keys to the car to Ryan Fitzpatrick the, west, or the rest of the way when the dude has steered it into a brick wall every time know. the team has given him understand the keys to the car.
2: That he's going to be the starter the rest of the year? I don't think you quite understand that.
1: Well, I, if he plays like he did in the first two weeks. He has to be. I just don't think he's going to play that way. I mean, we've we've been here, we've done this. We do do you realize how many teams Ryan Fitzpatrick has played for now, Arnie? This isn't Seven. this isn't something new. Yeah. And he he did this whenever he was with the New York Jets. He had a couple of good games when he was with the the Houston Texans. He had a few weeks with the Bingles and the Bills and it just it, it doesn't usually materialize where it's consistent. So you
2: help me understand how this is different, and I'm more than happy to jump on that train with well, you. Well, first of all, he's got some really the best weapons he's ever had in the NFL. Would you not say that, especially at receiver? Or am I wrong on that?
1: Um, I had pretty good weapons with yeah. him when he was in Houston, but yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't argue with Mike Evans and a Deshaun Jackson, but who's his running back?
2: Well, you know, look, he, he he's just slinging it all over the place, though. But, yeah, he's going to have to get a running game. Um, And defensively, I thought they'd be a little bit better, um, but I still think they're okay. I don't know why you're poo-pooing that he's going to go back to some, like, rotten way or something like that.
1: Well, because I've seen it before. That's why. I mean, it's just, I. I... Whenever, whenever you have something that's spectacular for a couple of days and you've been disappointed by them for 363 of the 365. I'm going to eventually think it's falling back into what's normal. That's just the way it's like Raider football. That was a really fun year they had. Where are they now? Two and fourteen or four and twelve in their last sixteen yeah. games. Uh this Brandon writes, Jameis isn't going anywhere. How he ended the season and how he played in the preseason will keep him in Tampa. As far as the off-the-field stuff, he's been nothing but a model citizen since his rookie year when the Uber incident happened. Uh, okay, I'll take your word for it on that. Alex P. Keaton, wannabe, writes, the Bills will trade Nathan Peterman for a box of athletic tape.
2: Ooh, Nathan Peterman will go down in the preseason Hall of Fame, though. That guy puts some good numbers in the preseason.
1: Yeah, I'm just here to tell you right now. I think that might be a little bit too much. Yeah. to give up for Nathan Peterman. Wow. Uh, and then uh, in the basement has just been on fire tonight with hate. He writes Arnie and others are so biased in the media against. Who do you want to fill in the blank? Who do you want to fill? Oh, in Colin blank? Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, that he made it sound like a concession to choose Kaepernick over a guy who is accused and suspended for groping and
2: assaulting a woman. This is why we need diversity in the media. Meanwhile, we just had a guy that said there was no big thing about Jameis Winston. So one's like, I'm an idiot for bringing it up, and I'm an idiot for bringing it up. So damn if you do, (laughs) damn if you don't. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable.
1: that's a great point, Arnie. That's that. You know what? Jeez. We can just quit the show. Here, we're yeah. done for the night. Drop Arnie the brought up a great point. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studio, no one else, nobody else in sports radio does stock up, stock down. Nobody else does who you buying, who you're selling. We will be the originators next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Stock up, stock down. Who you buying? Who you selling? Original stuff coming up with Arnie and Plank here on Fox Sports Radio. Do you think people get the sarcasm or not? Do I need to point that out? Uh, uh we're coming to you live. What's from sarcasm? The Geico? Fox Sports Radio Studios. Geico, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Hey, before we run through the league and all the things that caught our eye. Yeah. Moments ago, Bill Belichick was at the podium after the Patriots. Can I say surprising loss to the Lions? No, on, no, you can't. Okay. No. Expected loss to the yeah. Lions. Uh, here's what Belichick had to say. I've said this multiple times. I'll say it again. We need to do
0: everything better. Play better, coach better, execute better in all
2: three phases of the game. So whatever one you want to bring up, it's the answer. It's all the same. None of it's been good enough.
1: Wait for the question.
3: Is it, is it too soon
0: to consider or think about or can be concerned? You know, just about the record, one and two, other teams, you know, not losing too much ground and these things like that, or does that feel early for you? I'm <laughs> out.
2: What did he say? I'm out?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody clinched a playoff spot today. I don't think anybody was eliminated. Yeah,
2: the today. Dolphins did. <laughs> I would have said, is it too early to start thinking about making a change of quarterback?
1: Oh, oh my wow. my yeah, that's uh, thank. That would have had him walk
2: right there. the hell off with that. Not of a what?
1: He almost did. Whenever the question, I didn't even, was. Yeah, the, that
2: well, that was a bad question. I don't know who that was, but that was. I don't even know what the question was. You're, you're,
1: she had asked, "Are you can?" I'm sorry, it was hard to hear. I'll I'll, I'll amp up the volume during the no, break. No, no, no,
2: just that. Is it too late to panic or something? Is it too early to? Are panic you too or?
1: worried? Right? Are you worried about falling too far behind in the in the division? At uh, and and by the way. Three 0 Miami. They're one and two right now. Is New England? New England still plays Miami two more times, including right. coming up next Sunday. So right. mm, I don't. I don't think I'd be panicking about that. Oh, well, win
2: by Miami pretty much uh, seals that shut. If Miami
1: wins next week, Miami going beats to be New England. S- uh, you're going to be so yeah. They they just shut them out every time they play playing in New England. No, they they, uh,
2: they beat them once a year. But go ahead in Miami usually. But go ahead. Right. Right. And where's next week's game? So what. It's not like it's snowing. Oh, my gosh. Um, you're going to be you're unbearable like next week You're like way. Belichick right now. You know that, don't you?
1: Well, you keep pointing out ridiculous things. and it,
2: It's it so ridiculous that the Lions won. To... I know. It's every time I point out something ridiculous, I turn out to be right.
1: Yeah, you pick the Lions because every week you pick against the Patriots. Just like every week you pick against Oklahoma. I picked against go back the Raiders he...
2: so far. I've been 3-0 on that.
1: Every single week you pick against the Raiders so pick I the mean the Dolphins
2: 3 and 0 on that
1: these aren't shocking things. These are constant things. Well, I think you're finally the, right for once. The Dolphins could be Owen and 15 and you would pick them to win again. But Should
2: have picked them to go to the Super Bowl like I wanted to this year. What a all right, moron. So
1: obviously when we start stock up, stock down, buying or selling, I'm going to assume that you're buying the New England, oh, or excuse me, the Miami Dolphins right through
2: now. Through the roof. It's through it's like Bitcoin. It's so uh, so far up and then it went back down and up and it's too late now. It's, you're in too late now.
1: Uh, So you're really buying, now this is a little bit of a teaser for tomorrow night, but you're buying that Le'Veon Bell is on the block right now and the Patriots are going to deal him.
2: Well that's not my report, that's Adam Schefter's report. I'm asking if you're buying it. I am, of course I'm buying it. Why would you not buy it? Why would not you not want to buy it when the guy's held your feet to the fire, told you he's not going to come in for 10 weeks, and you're pretty much not going to get the best of him for six weeks after that? The whole team is against him now, it seems like, and they've come out and talked against him. Why would you want him?
1: Because he's maybe the best running back in the game, and it makes a big difference with the team. Connor's doing
2: fine right now. I think he's, he's more than fine, to be honest with you. Uh, he did have that fumble in the— Browns game that cost them the win or settle for the tie. But he's doing fine. He's not
1: doing (laughs) fine? They're 0-1-1, Arnie. So, I mean, Mr. Panic here, I'm very surprised to hear you say that minus Le'Veon Bell, the Steelers are just fine right now. I'm not
2: giving him the money that he wants. I don't like his attitude. And I'm not bringing him in for more money because of what he did to me this year. I would have gotten rid of him last year.
1: Buying or selling, Arnie, that the Bills are back and they found what they had lost after missing or making the playoffs last year. No question, they were probably the worst team in the NFL through the first two weeks of the season, but are the Bills back, for goodness sakes?
2: Yes, they are back. You don't go on the road to Minnesota, put up 27 points in the first half, hold Minnesota to just six, and that came at the end of the game. By the way, Cousins... It wasn't all that bad. He was forty of fifty-five. He wasn't great or anything, but he did have a lot of completions. Uh, the Bills just did a great job defensively. Yes, the Bills are back. Doesn't mean that they're going to a Super Bowl, but uh, they'll they'll try to go ahead and get back to five hundred or try to make a run at another playoff spot.
1: Buying or selling Arnie? That Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback for the Browns next week in Oakland.
2: Okay, Captain Obvious. Uh, he's the he's the. He is the starting quarterback for the next 15 years barring injuries, so get used to him being around. He's the new quarterback in the face of Cleveland. Hey, you call me. You can
1: say Captain Obvious all you want, but Hugh Jackson said he hasn't made his decision. So that's yet. why he He's, should get fired. He is the ultimate decision maker.
2: I'll hey, make the uh, decision for him. Baker Mayfield, starting coach, thank you.
1: Speaking of buying or selling, buying or selling the coach on the hottest seat right now in the NFL – might just be Jason
2: Garrett. Oh, I was going to say, yes, it is Jason Garrett. He is the hottest one right now. And uh, Again, I don't think they'll fire him in midseason like they did Wade Phillips because they had that terrible loss to Green Bay in Green Bay. I think it was on a Monday night. They couldn't even wait till they got back. They told Wade to say, come on the private plane with Jerry so I can fire you. Um, they won't do that <laughs> to Jason Garrett. They'll just wait till the end of the year.
1: What about Bill O'Brien in Houston?
2: No. the, the, the If they're not going to get rid of him. I mean, though, it should be much consideration, but they won't get rid of him. Uh, They'll think about it at the end of the year, but I I think he'll be okay.
1: Three games in, a couple of surprise first-place teams, Arnie. One of those in the NFC North. Buying or selling that the Bears are here to stay.
2: Wow, the Chicago Mitch Trubisky. I was not a big Mitch Trubisky fan with all this. Matter of fact, I still have my doubts about Trubisky. I mean, I, I really think that he's not as... Uh, he's not an A quarterback, I guess, is what I'm saying there. But with the defense that they have, and wow, what a defense it is! And I just love seeing Khalil Mack and Hector in first place in the division. Uh, Minnesota could be beat because you saw what happened against Buffalo. Yeah, Detroit finally get their first win. Yeah, I think the, I think Chicago has a chance to win that division.
1: You know, it's kind of crazy because I was thinking about this with the Bears. They could easily be three and O right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they could also really easily be 0 well, 3. I'd well, say 3 too. And 0 after
2: blowing a 20 to whatever lead against Green Bay.
1: Well, but did you watch him against the Seahawks last week? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and did you watch him against Arizona today? I mean, it, it, I get Khalil Mack caused one fumble with the hit on Sam Bradford. He was diving forward, but oof, that was a real. They brought in Josh Rosen. To try to lead them, the the Arizona Cardinals didn't play Rosen in the first two and a half games. Bring him in in the fourth quarter with what six minutes left in the game to to try to drive them to a game winning field oh, goal.
2: Okay. and just on another note, since we're talking about quarterbacks, the one big story that we have not mentioned through an hour and a half, and it's probably the biggest story out there that's going to come in under the radar because of everything that happened. Um, did you see the last play of of the of the Colts?
1: When they brought in Jacoby Brissett to throw yeah, the hill, damn Mary. right,
2: because you know why? Because Andrew Luck didn't have enough arm strength to get the ball into the end zone from, from midfield, so they had to bring in Jacoby Brissett to throw it in there. Tell me that's not a warning sign.
1: And he didn't have a great statistical day. I know he threw a, a touchdown pass, but Luck was 25 of 40. You and can't that w- get the ball in the end zone? Mm, I, I, I'm not here to defend it. They they made Frank Rack's pretty smart, uh, pretty smart dude. So he made that call to go with Jacoby Brissett. Oh, I
2: don't blame him. I don't. I don't doubt him for the call either. I, I mean, I don't know how strong Andrew Luck's arm is, but obviously, if if the coach says I, he must have said to the coach, I don't think I can get it to the end zone. So
1: hey, do you know who the leading rusher was for the Colts today? It was oh. Andrew Luck. Okay, Andrew I, Luck, yeah. one carry. 33 yards, Eagles 1 and Carson Wentz return. We'll talk more about that game coming up in just a bit. We'll roll on with buy, sell, stock up, stock down when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But first, Steve Desaker in the house to keep us up to date on everything going on in the world of sports. What's going on,
3: Steve? Guys, it seemed like the Dolphins' offense today and the Patriots' offense tonight was pretty much the same offense. Except the Dolphins are 3 and 0 and New England <laughs> lost tonight and they're 1 and Yay. 2. New England had 70 yards in the first half tonight. Their fewest for a first half in four years. Carry-on wow. Johnson of the Lions, an actual 100-yard rusher in a game for Detroit. First time in nearly five years So you're telling me Reggie I'm calling Bush.
2: stuff that hasn't happened in four and five years. That's what a genius I am? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, wow. stinking
3: genius. You wow. forgot You forgot the adjective. Wow. You've received many an adjective yeah. from our listeners. Wow. Uh, Detroit beat New England tonight 26-10. to 10. <laughs> Patriots 10 drives, uh, 12 first downs. Meanwhile, Miami 28-20 winners over Oakland thanks to two fourth-quarter touchdowns. Dolphins' offense, 11 drives, just 13 first downs. Dolphins only ran 39 plays in the yep. whole game. Oakland had 74, and Miami won. The Dolphin running backs, 11 carries, 15 yards. Combined, Ryan Tannehill. What are you trying to say? To I'm Sager? saying, What's going how on did here? this happen? But it's John Gruden's team Two and trick their. plays. Yeah, Two exactly. Trick plays. And uh, Gruden yeah. is 0 3, and they've had the second half lead in all three, as I recall. As for the Rams, 3-0 record, 35-23 win over the Chargers. Jared Groff, just in the first half, was 21 of 25 for over 200 yards. This is a great offense and great again today. He finished with 354 yards through the air. We were talking about last hour about how bad it is to go to the Coliseum this year because of, well, first off, it's the Coliseum. And second, it's (laughs) the surrounding construction. I'm sure it'll look great when it's done in a year, but... uh, I looked online for the prices for tickets and for a parking pass. This weekend, going into the game, you could get a ticket for under 50 bucks. Uh Uh-huh. Parking passes started at hundred eighty dollars each. Whoa! You cannot park on the block that holds the Coliseum unless you have a parking pass. No Uber. You are walking. Yeah, and good Take luck. the train. Don't you take the train? There is a train that goes to USC, and then you yeah. can just walk, or you can make the twenty-minute walk through construction and park at don't USC. Don't be afraid of walking down there. That is fifty bucks just to park. 20 minutes away at USC's campus and then walk through to the Coliseum, by the way. And then another 20 minutes to get out of the parking garage. People in L.A., cry, cry, cry. Any guess on where the Thursday night football game is this week? Ooh, it's in L.A. Yes, it's the Vikings at the Rams. The Fox contract (laughs) starts this week. It's not just NFL Network. On Fox. So look at the pregame show. And let's see how many people are actually in their seats at 5.15 near downtown oh, wow. L.A. on a Thursday for yeah, Crown Yeah, nobody LA. goes to work out in L.A. anyway. Nobody works. Just because you didn't work when you were in L.A. Exactly. Seattle beat Dallas today, 24-13. Dak Prescott, one touchdown, two interceptions by Earl Thomas. Dak was sacked five times. Chicago, a winner at Arizona, 16-14 on a field goal with under five minutes left. That was a 43-yarder. Cody Parkey went three for four on field goals. And Buffalo was up 27-0 at the half, won 27-6 at Minnesota. Kansas City beat San Francisco 38-27. The 49ers do fear that quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL. MRI tomorrow. The top four stayed the same in the new college football polls. LSU up to number five in AP. Kentucky is in at number 17. Texas, number 18. Coming up this Saturday night, guys, number seven, Stanford at number eight, Notre Dame. Also Saturday night number 4 ranked Ohio State at number 9 Penn yeah. State. I got to drop Oklahoma out of the top 10
2: after that Army game.
3: <laughs> that was just Did you yeah. see the Army's bowl game last year? It was the same thing with San Diego State. Hideous. Hideous. It was the exact same thing. You're on the field Horrible. for 45 minutes of defense and never touching the ball. It's not like Oklahoma didn't Gain yards. They had plenty Arnie, of yards. Arnie, what's, per what's play.
2: Oklahoma's record again?
3: I think it's 4 0. That's 4 0.
2: Shut
1: it.
3: Shut and it. Tiger Woods won the tour championship. Back to you. I should call you the odd couple. Yes.
1: That's right. Um, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. By the way, you were on the air last night during that craziness of Oregon and Stanford, right? Yes. Or were you guys yes. already done?
2: We were to, no, We were on the air, and I was. it was so tough for me to figure out, because you're doing the show, obviously you're flipping around in the games. It's not just one game. Like tonight, when you just have the, the Sunday night game, so you could kind of pay a little bit more attention while you do the show. Uh, there was other late games. I saw that there was 51 seconds left. It was second down. I didn't know they had one timeout left. And I'm trying to do the math while I'm talking <laughs> on the show, going, wait a minute. If you take a knee on on, on second down, and take a knee, uh, and he call and he calls timeout, and then you took a knee on third down, and I'm trying to figure out if that's 40, add another five <laughs> more, so that's 45 seconds. I go, and pretty much a game over if you just take a knee, and, uh, and uh, or at least it's pretty damn close to being over. So, um, look, I I didn't want to get on the guy's case, but. You should never have handed the ball off. you got to take a knee and then punt it away with five seconds left or how much time is left. It's
1: heck of an atmosphere, though, uh, to, to come away with a win for Stanford. That, that team might be for real, Arnie. No, that was a that gift. That might be your you team gi- in Pac-12. A, When
2: you have the game one, and all you have to do is take a knee, and I believe even if you take a knee, there might even be less than five seconds left for you to deal with it on fourth down without punting the ball. It, it was a total gift. And they had a 24-7 lead and got it. Uh, I believe, for a touchdown to go make it 31, and they looked at it again and reviewed it, overturned it. They didn't score, and then that was the comeback for Stanford. You start looking
1: around the Pac-12 right now. Stanford has Washington in Washington on November 3rd, and that's really it. Well, Cal, I keep underating Cal, I think, a bit on November 17th, but who knows, they could have something to say about that 14 playoff out of the Pac-12 my, because oh, you need Pac-12 a little luck garbage. to get there. You need to get there. You need some luck to get there, Arnie. And they got a little lucky. Oklahoma got a little lucky. You need those breaks to go your way. And when you take advantage of them, look out.
2: Oh, my, pa- my Pac-12's garbage. I'm waiting for the Pac-12 and the Big 12 to merge.
1: <laughs> Bring me some Arizona and Arizona State to the Pac-12. Give me some Arizona versus Oklahoma.
2: It. We need some easy wins. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was
1: kind of thinking the same thing for Well, you army guys.
2: you up. I mean, come on now. Cool. Take used to run. Well,
1: you know what? That's the thing. I'm watching that game on Saturday night and the the question that keeps coming up is why why don't you have more teams do this? Why don't you have more teams do what Army's doing? Deseger brought it up. They did this to San Diego State in their bowl game last year. They just get it's it's enraging to watch now it's awesome because the first half was an hour. The first half of a college football game was an hour. That never happens. But you—it's any more now. The great athletes, the Kyler Murray's who would be awesome, the Khalil Tate who would be awesome running the triple option. are they want to throw the ball? They want to show
2: they can play in the league. No one's doing the triple right. option Khalil anymore. Khalil Tate threatened the transfer if they hired the coach yeah. Navy. <laughs> Uh, to come out in there. Matter of fact, I don't think that there's anything really wrong with Cole Tate's left ankle. I think he just wanted to prove that he's an NFL-type quarterback, and he's thinking about the future instead of running like crazy. So when he gets into the NFL, people are like, why don't you go out for a receiver or something like right. that? So. I really think he could run, but he just doesn't want to.
1: You know, Arnie, as we uh, segue back to the NFL here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios with Arnie and Plank on a Sunday night recapping week three in the NFL, we'll get you ready for Monday Night Football. We'll take our trip to the locker rooms coming up next hour, and we'll wrap things up with Arnie's picks as we always do. There's, There's two things we haven't really talked about too terribly much that I felt like we needed to get into more, and that is – Trying to figure out what's going on in the NFC South now. Tampa gets pit tomorrow night, Pittsburgh. So there's a chance they could be three and zero. But Atlanta's sitting at one and two right now, and they could easily be three and zero. New Orleans is at two and one, and they could easily be zero and three right now. And I don't know what to make of Carolina because they've looked like world beaters twice, and they look like everyone in the world could beat them in their loss. What in the world? What who are you buying in the NFC South right now?
2: In the NFC South, I'm buying Tampa. I really am. You've got the offensive weapons. I believe in Fitzmagic. I know you think he's just going to fall apart yes, with the Saints' he will. defense so bad. I don't buy them at all. Matter of fact, I should be fired for even thinking that this team was a Super Bowl <laughs> caliber team. Should fire me on the spot. Didn't people pick them to go to the Super Bowl, Chris? Oh yeah. I, I think there's a, a there picks me. on up at the station. Uh, on the, the wall, whoever picked the the Saints should be fired. Also, uh, but I do believe in Carolina. Uh, strong defense. You got Cam, uh, and I don't think Atlanta is you know still out of the picture even at one and two. So I'm not buying the Saints, but I am buying Atlanta, Carolina, and I, and I still think Tampa's the team to beat.
1: And and then real quick, we'll wrap it up with this. By the way, there's a good chance by the time we hit the air again next Sunday night, Tampa could be two and two. Wow. And Jameis could be back in. In fact, it may. I And again, I'm not hating Tampa. You should know that. I'm just a realist. Why let yourself get all worked up about this when you're just going to get gut punched? I'm here to try to help you out. Arnie, we buying that uh, Carson Wentz is back to hundred percent? No, I know. No, yeah, I mean he, he looked, looked a little, little dicey today.
2: Yeah, he did. He did well. He did take some hits. He did look yes. good at certain times. He didn't have the big stats, and obviously they didn't pull away for the big victory when you barely went at home twenty to sixteen. But he was twenty five or thirty seven, way short of three hundred. Had a touchdown. So I mean, look, one game back in. How long has it been? A year plus? Uh, I think, or whatever. It's been, uh, I think he's been fine. I thought it was a a good uh, coming back party for him, and he'll be fine going back the rest of the year. All right, when we come back to the Geico
1: Fox Sports Radio Studio, DeSager will update us on everything we've missed, and I've got news and notes from the incredible offensive explosion by the Rams today. We'll do it live next with Arnie and Plank. On Fox Sports Radio. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you, Arnie, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Hey, I I wanted to talk some Rams numbers here, but we we may have to hold off on that as Steve DeSager joins us because, guys, we've been talking about this and, Arnie, I know that you being in the Northeast, this had been some buzz what, around draft time that Gronkowski was going to be traded? Am I getting my timelines yeah, correct
2: they, here? around draft time they said that Gronk was on the trading block. He threatened to retire if that happened. And um, at that time, I also said they're not doing Brady any favors when they traded away Brandon Cooks. Uh, Nate Solder had gotten away to the Giants, uh, so yep. you're not an offensive lineman, and you're going with a rookie running back and Sony Michel. So uh, at that time they didn't even have a real running back, so... Uh, yeah, he uh, he was. Uh, the rumors were there. He was smiling about it. I think Tom uh, Tom Brady did something about it.
3: Well, and guys, uh, uh, tonight on the post game WBZ, he acknowledged Gronk did yeah. that happened.
1: Exactly, saying, "quote Brady's my quarterback. I'm not going anywhere without Brady." Claiming that he would retire rather than be. I totally traded. believe that. I agree with him 100. percent yeah, so not bad. What else are we missing out on so far tonight, Steve? Well, I have
3: one thing from the Rams' great offense. As of early second quarter today, on first downs at the time, it was Rams 16-2 to on first downs. Wow. They just couldn't be stopped all day. Todd Gurley over 100 yards rushing, Jared Goff over 350 yards passing. The Rams are 3-0 and after rolling the Chargers, 35-23. to Rams on third down conversions, 8 for 11 the offense wow. had well over 500 yards. In fact, what? the Rams Jeez. Rams had 33 first downs in an NFL game. This is Boy, like Ben 12. That 12 gobbles really good. <laughs> wow. Uh, Chargers had uh, 16 first downs by comparison. Robert Woods, 10 catches over 100 yards, two scores. One good note. Well, two good notes for the Chargers. That Mike Williams, the first rounder from last year, who we barely saw due to injury last year, two touchdown catches. So four receptions, Ooh. 81 yards, but a big impact today. And this guy in the end zone, he's just a matchup nightmare. They're going to go to him all year, and if they don't, somebody should be fired. The Rams' defense is superb, but we would had two big injuries today. You know, the Rams' first couple games had only allowed one touchdown total. Chargers did at least have three touchdowns the first three quarters, but they lost. The bad news for the Rams is their two star corners, Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters, Both with ankle injuries, according to the team. And Peters, in fact, left the locker room with a walking boot on his right foot. As for the Thursday night matchup, they're hosting Minnesota. Remember Dalvin Cook, who missed today's loss at home, he had said, I'll definitely be ready for the Thursday game. So he's due to come back. And uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup if the Rams are without that secondary help that they rely on. Yes, they've got the pass rush. They've got seemingly stars at every level on defense. But that's a little bit different They' not I think Minnesota Little can bounce Thursday back. Thursday night football, the Los Angeles. I love it, man. Uh, today's About win time. for Buffalo at Minnesota was 27 to six, and it was a 27 nothing lead at halftime. As rookie quarterback Josh Allen with three total touchdowns, Minnesota as a team rushing six carries. That is a franchise record low. Falling behind, they ran the ball six times in an NFL game as a team for 14 yards. So Kirk Cousins had three turnovers in the loss. He wound up 40 of 55 passing. Unbelievable. And still didn't have 300 yards in this game. How does that happen? He was sacked four (laughs) times. Drew Brees (laughs) had that overtime win at Atlanta. In the process, he breaks a Brett Favre record for career completions. It was 6,300, the mark. Michael Thomas with 10 more catches for New Orleans. First three games, he now has 38 receptions. That is the most ever to start a squad for me last year in fantasy football. (laughs) You know who did great fantasy and this year and maybe for years to come is that running back in New Orleans. Alvin Kamara had 15 catches out of the backfield, 124 yards. Drew Brees with three TD passes, two touchdown runs, including that game winner reaching the ball over the goal line, nearly 400 yards through the air. So 43-37, New Orleans won in overtime at Atlanta. Matt Ryan throws five touchdown passes and loses. Yeah, how do you do that? Three to Calvin Ridley. And also Patrick Mahomes had three more touchdown passes today. That breaks Peyton Manning's record of 12 in the first three weeks of a season. 13 touchdown passes, no interceptions. where were they in the second half, though? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was 35-7, Arnie, late in the first half. Mahomes <laughs> had three touchdown passes just in the second quarter. Wound up with over 300 yards passing in the game against San Francisco. It was 38-27, KC the final, the Chiefs are 3-0, and San Francisco with 14 penalties today. And yes, <sighs> the 49ers fear that quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL MRI mm. tomorrow. By the way, the Chargers in LA are hosting San Francisco and Oakland the next two weeks. We mentioned the Raiders at O and three lost at Miami Derek Carr through two interceptions. Jordy Nelson people now know is oh, he on the Raiders. yes, yes. Six receptions, 173 Early. yards and yeah. a touchdown. Yeah, they had the lead. Uh, yet another second-half lead that they have blown. The Colts' Adam, Adam Vinatieri with, had 565 field goals made now. He connected 3-for-3 three three today in the loss at Philadelphia. So this ties Morton Anderson's career record field goal total. The game uh, at Indy, you mentioned that Luck with the one rush was their leading rusher. Philadelphia <laughs> still needed a touchdown run with about three minutes to go to win yeah. the game, 20-16. to, to 16. They did look so tough, Philadelphia. I'm not too scared of them
2: this year, uh, at least not the way they looked through the first three.
3: It's not the Carson Wentz we're probably going to see later. He did right. have the early right. touchdown pass finally starting, but two turnovers. He was sacked five times. This game had 21 penalties combined. Colts' offense on third down conversions, 2 for 12 so they didn't keep the ball much. Eagles' time of possession, 40 minutes out of the 60. And the Ravens' star kicker, Justin Tucker, kicked a pair of 52-yard field goals. That's the sixth time already in his career he's had multiple 50-yarders or more. Baltimore beat Denver 27-14. The Broncos actually led first quarter 14-7. Then didn't get another point. Thirteen penalties for them in the game, and the Giants won at Houston, 27-22. twenty-seven twenty-two. Houston, oh and three. Even though JJ Watt did have three sacks,
1: Arnie's teams went undefeated this weekend, didn't they? All oh. hundred Wildcats
3: of them. won. And
2: my yeah. picks, my picks were six and zero too.
1: Uh, okay, we'll, we'll have to double-check that one, but congratulations on your Thank team's you. winning. Dog, Great stuff, check Steve. It.
2: Go ahead, yes. Hey, when we come back to the
1: Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's our final hour, which means our trip through the locker rooms and the biggest plays of the day. It's all coming up and coming at you with Arnie and Plank on a busy Sunday night right here on Fox Sports Radio. Wow, final wow. hour already. Wow. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free wow rate
2: quote. Wow, Chris, can I can I just jump in here? Something really, really important. Sure. So, I mean, we're, we've just got like the best tweet we've ever gotten in our life from Biker Mark that says, okay. "At Plank Show, I understand you disagree with everything Arnie says because you believe that you want us to believe that Arnie is a buffoon, but guess what? He's not. And his belief that Le'Veon Bell is on the trading block is not only possible." It is a fact. That's from Biker Mark. I had that oh well,
1: Biker Mark's got yeah. the inside scoop on this one. So why why do I dare, dare argue wow. with him? Wow, oh, you're uh, so
2: crabby, Mister Krabs.
1: He, well, no, no. Let's just get some facts out there. Hey, Arnie, what is uh, Bell contract? Uh, what does Bell, Le'Veon Bell's contract look like right now?
2: What. I mean, th- He's uh, he's. Uh, he's not under
1: contract, right, but he's tied. You can't that's... trade anyone that's not under contract. Well,
2: wait a minute, he would sign it and then get traded. You know that. Don't don't play games with us. Come no,
1: on. it's not true. Le'Veon Bell can't sign a long-term deal so in connection with trade the trade.
2: So you're telling me the Adam Schefter report's just bogus? It would be very unique.
1: I'm not buying it. And it's there's no precedent to this. This has never been done before. You've not traded a franchise player during the season. Period. He he has to sign his one year franchise tender first, and there is a one year compensation that's negotiable. This is not like the Khalil Mack deal. This is not like anything that has happened in season before in the NFL, period, in the discussion. I'm not disagreeing with it because I think Arnie's a buffoon. I'm just disagreeing with it because I think there's maybe five teams that, based on what he makes, can afford to get him under their contract. Well, wait a wait, wait. Uh, un- under their cap, and oh, by the way,
2: he's not under contract. Yes, but I mean, if he, if uh, see, now I can't even say if he gets traded. Though he's got to be on the contract. He's got to have some contract for this year. He's, he's got they got to pay him some money, is what I'm saying. So why can't you just? finish him out whatever he has the rest of the year and then give him the extension obviously after this year so it's you know not going to bury you when you get him right away he's
1: not under contract right now
2: well, he he didn't sign his franchise tender yes but for him to get traded he's going to have to and he'll sign it if he wants to go ahead and get the hell out of Pittsburgh or am I wrong am I not understanding this I go
1: by a former agent. Now, if y'all know more than an agent or than an NFL salary cap,
2: guys, and please let me know. No, but I but, I mean, but th- then how can you trade him if he's not under contract? I did. I would. I, exactly. My thought, no, my thought was that he would sign it, get traded, and then the team that wants him would work on an extension. Is that how that works?
1: Well, it, there's no precedent for it. it is now okay. they might be listening to offers for him. But he's unsigned. He didn't sign his franchise tag. He's not under contract right now. So, so if he's out uh, of the he,
2: contract, how could they find him? Uh,
1: because he's not showing up, and well, he's not under the contract. He's got you the. Keep fr- telling me they've got the franchise tag. are Listen. I'm not going to sit here and argue something, no offense, not trying to make you sound like a buffoon, you don't know anything about and I don't know anything about when it comes to the inner workings of the franchise tag and how that binds someone to the team. But he is bound by the terms of the franchise tag through 2018. So any team that somehow makes a deal for him, if this magically happens, has to wait until 2019 to sign him to an extension. So why would you get a guy whenever you don't know if you're going to be able to sign him long-term and you can't sign him long-term until the end of the season because the archaic rules in the NFL? Bell and the Steelers negotiated up until July 16th. Once that deadline passed, his only on-field option was playing on the tag. Period. So... I don't know what to yeah, but, say. That's if, the rules. But if
2: Pittsburgh offered him a long-term deal right now, let's say today— Welcome he, back. Right. So, again, I guess that I'm really not understanding it, because I, I, why can they offer him the long-term deal— But yet, they can't trade him and have another team off from the long term. That's what I'm not understanding, I
1: guess. Part of the NFL rules, man. That's kind of the way in which they help you be able to keep your players that you drafted. That you're able to keep around longer. That the Raiders could have done with Khalil Mack if they just would have let him come back into camp and
2: franchise-tagged him for a couple of
1: years if they weren't able to come to an agreement. It
2: shouldn't be hard to get rid of somebody if you don't want him anymore, like the Raiders did with Kuhl Mack, whether they wanted him or not, besides the fact, though. they If you want to get rid of a guy like Le'Veon Bell, it shouldn't be so tough to do that, though. Well,
1: I, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so complicated, but them there are the rules, as they like to say in this crazy game we call NFL negotiations. And I want to make this real clear. Yeah. I... I don't think they're trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. I think they're trying to play the game in which they want to bring him back in. I think they know how much of a challenge. I think they know that they would be changing the game, if you will, and even trading him. Again, I don't know if the Steelers' record is any different. If Bell is in there or not, I think he's the most explosive back in the NFL right now. But, Arnie, I just think that they're playing a horrible
2: game of cat and mouse right now, and I don't know who can step up and go get them. How or who bring would? Back, How could you bring back a guy when his own offensive line now has gone out and said stuff against him? I, I think that the, he's lost the majority of the locker room, just kind of like a coach, too. So I I can't bring him back. I don't even want to bring him back, to be honest with you.
1: Well, I would say this. If you fall like you feel to 0 2 one it's amazing what some people will do and, and, and forgive in order to get back on the winning track, right? I, I mean, if you suck and you're losing and you have a guy that you think can bring you back and help you win, it's it's pretty amazing how quickly hurt feelers can be fixed, right?
2: Well, it, it, it was too bad they to have all these shenanigans going because I'll tell you, if somebody offered me a first-round pick, I'm done and that's it. I, I, shy, I shake hands with you and you have him give me your first-round pick and we're done, baby.
1: If you could change your pick of the Steelers going to the Super Bowl, would you do it right now?
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, Put in my I'll Dolphins do it now. So now you would, at this point, you would change to the Dolphins in should the Super have Bowl.
2: picked the Dolphins from day one like I wanted to, but because I picked them last year. See, that's my problem. I'm always a year ahead of everybody else. So I look like a knucklehead when I picked them last year, but now you see what I was really looking at from last year. They're just a year late.
1: Ah, yeah. yeah, because last year you remember what we thought about the Dolphins. They were idiots for cutting Domic and Sue, right? Yeah, right. And moving on from Jay no, Ajayi. I didn't mind. Not really. There. And. And getting rid of Jake. Well, you might not have. I mean, the royal we, the, the the national media, going and getting Jake Cutler, which again was a oh, stopgap. But now look at him. I mean, they were the jokes in their 3 and 0. Now we're the powerhouse, quench the division. Uh, all right, let's head to the Arizona Cardinals' locker room. Arnie, very confusing when Arizona decided to use Josh Rosen. It was on the final drive, but their head coach, Steve Wilkes, actually defended it. Well, you know, I felt like uh, we needed a spark. Again, we got out to an early start, 14 points, got a little stagnant there, and uh, wanted to try to spark the team, and uh, that's the reason why I made that
2: decision. Any concerns or questions with using him when they did? I think I would have made the move at halftime, but um, yeah, not the ideal situation, but what the heck, the kid's got nothing to lose. Uh, You're coming in, what was like six, seven minutes left, he looked good with a couple of throws, would have loved him get a whole half like Baker Mayfield got, but... Uh, it, it worked out fine. They didn't win the game, but he was fine. And I like the way all four of the rookie quarterbacks look, to be honest.
1: Baker only got a full half because Terod Taylor got hurt. That's right. the only reason he right. got an opportunity. Uh, here's what Josh Rosen had to say afterwards. They told
0: me I was just want to go down and get a field goal and try to win the game. Uh, and it didn't happen, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> uh, we got a long season. Hopefully I'll, I'll find my groove.
1: So all four rookie, well, I guess Baker, Sam Darnold, uh, now Josh Rosen, I don't think that you're going to see this happen with Lamar Jackson, but three of the four first-round picks are starters now, right? There's no way Arizona can go back to, to Bradford. Baker's no. going to be named the starter right. tomorrow, we believe, and, and Darnold's been the guy from day one in New York. That's it, Josh right? Allen. Oh, I left out Josh Allen. Yeah. Sorry. Four of the five first-round picks. I mean, they're the guys now, right? Oh, absolutely.
2: Oh, uh, you, you better believe it. I mean, and take the ones from last year, like Mitch Trubisky and stuff like that. We're in a— full wave of quarterbacks. I was always concerned uh, about the quarterbacks of the future for the NFL Um, and I thought maybe we found someone like a Dak Prescott but not so much with him. This new wave though is going to be phenomenal. these, These three, four guys they're going to be really, really good. Jason Garrett
1: hot seat not panicking.
2: Yeah, obviously, we didn't play well enough on offense. Uh, I thought we were able to run the <laughs> ball well throughout the game. We didn't throw the ball as efficiently as we needed to. We weren't able to make enough big plays in the passing game, throughout the game. You know, we didn't do a good enough job, uh, again, staying ahead of the chains, controlling the line of scrimmage in the passing game, you know, like we would have wanted to. Oh, just resign, <laughs> please. Just <step laughs> That's down. what he says after every single please, loss. I know. It seems. I, you know what we should do this year or 10 years ago? And just play stuff from from him and try to figure out what he's talking about, because I have no idea.
1: Or try to figure out which era it's from. Yeah, exactly. Which which loss is it after? Is this from a loss this year, or from five years ago for Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott in the post game presser? A couple
3: of things were the reason. I've got I've got to be more accurate. I've
1: got
2: to be more consistent in making throws. We've got to get open and go all over across the board. Uh, we have just got to do better as a whole uh, as offense, but it starts with me. Yeah, maybe you, you should have got rid of Des Bryant.
1: You know, I'm I'm curious as to why there hasn't been more buzz about that. Is it just because Des is kind of a knucklehead, so people aren't? And he got off on Twitter after Week One. I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been more backlash to this. Are you we, at all?
2: We were talking locally how the Patriots, how Bill Belichick's going to take a, a, a flyer on somebody like Josh Gordon, but it's not going to take a flyer on somebody like Des Bryant. Wow. I mean, that's that really says, I mean, that speaks volumes. Uh, when Belichick says, I'd rather go ahead and have Josh Gordon than somebody like Des Bryant.
1: Josh Gordon is basically one mistake away from being done and is getting an opportunity with the Patriots where they traded a draft pick for him. Des Bryant is available for nothing, and I mean nothing. Right. And you don't go get him? Uh, I guess I guess he must be a huge locker room can- I I'm not saying that. That's the only assumption you can draw, right? He's a playmaker. Unless I've missed something, the last few years, dude can still make plays. I don't understand Arnie with some receiver needy teams. I mean, what they have four
2: active receivers tonight for the Patriots? Four, yeah, four. Well, that's one more than we they had at the beginning of the year. And of course, Edelman will come back after the fourth game uh, from his suspension. But you're right. I always thought that they would go after Des Bryant way before they go after somebody like Josh Gordon.
1: Uh, And then real quick, just to wrap up this segment before we get to that Patriots-Lions game from earlier tonight, here was the moment that left many 49er fans upset tonight. Shotgun snack for Garoppolo. Jimmy stepping up, avoiding a rusher, spinning out to his left. Can he make something happen? Looking toward the end zone. Not going to run sideline. Garoppolo to the 10. Garoppolo takes a hit, and he's down at the 8. And he's hurt. At the 7. And Garoppolo... Is a little slow getting up. And I give Jimmy a lot of credit and for now- trying to stay back inside, Ted, but he's got to go out of bounds right hey. there. He he cannot take that hit. Unfortunately, it's ended the season, yep. we believe, Kyle Shanahan afterwards. Anytime I thought it was, was going to be worse than the ACL. I mean, oh, what's that? Go ahead, I thought Arnie. It was,
2: I thought it was worse than just the ACL. I thought it was like a couple of CLs broken or, or ripped or whatever.
1: Well, that we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We do know that it's at least the ACL. He's getting the MRI tomorrow. But here's Kyle Shanahan.
3: Anytime you lose your starting quarterback, I mean, it's um, it is a big deal. I and mean, it was when we lost our starting running back too. So obviously, um, feel for him personally. I know how disappointed he is. I Haven't got a chance to see him yet, um, but I feel for him.
1: Yeah, I mean that's heartbreaking. They lost Richard Sherman today too, but he hasn't played all that well since they brought him in. So, well, I mean, he was what, kind we... of
2: calm and collected when he said that. I'd, I'd be crying or something. <laughs>
1: I think from I the mean, Niner never... fans, yeah. from the Niner fans, we've heard from tonight, it is not as calm and cool and collected as Kyle Shanahan was. earlier. Hey, you know what? He's got a season to
2: play. They've got yeah, a but game. My this voice weekend. would have been quivering. I'm like, oh gosh, I can't believe it. What? Why did it happen to us? I'd be saying stuff like that. Like, I can't even go on right now. I'm going to go home and go to bed.
1: Uh, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we're just getting started in our sweep through the locker rooms. A lot of questions on the Le'Veon Bell saga. We'll do our best to answer them because it's not as easy as it would appear. It's not as easy as saying, oh, we want to trade him. Here you go. We'll explain a little bit more in depth next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. It's Arnie and Plank. We've got some tweets to get to coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, I, I, You know what? I'm kind of mad at Biker Mark, Yankee fan Mark. Wow. How dare he think that I'm trying to paint you as a buffoon. I just want the facts. That's, that's all it is. And I'll be honest with you. After spending most of this day and then the last full commercial break trying to better under, uh, understand How you could trade Le'Veon Bell, Arnie, I I still have no idea. I I don't know if they can. Because people are asking you all over Twitter. Well, Field Yates earlier brought up this point. Le'Veon Bell is due 11.98 mil, so basically 12 mil, for the rest of this season. There's only a handful of teams that even have that available in salary cap space. They are the Browns, Colts, Texans, Titans, Cowboys, Niners, Jets, and Jaguars... Ooh. Uh also he would have to sign his tender in order to be dealt. They can't rescind the the franchise tender at all, uh, because we've, we're
2: we past the point of no return. Well, then I don't know how he could get traded. Then I'm, I'm, Exactly! It,
1: it, yeah, I... I, I love the idea that they're entertaining offers, but you can only entertain offers from basically, right now, 17 well, there's
2: got to be another way. Um, th- Thank you. There ha- I'm not
1: arguing with you on that. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah.
2: Um, this guy says, uh, be- oh, this says to Ben Mauer. He goes, I know you and Stinkin' Stink Genius go way back, but did you ever like Artie? It was more like a Ralph Irvin scenario where he was the necessary evil, the man's insufferable. Who me or Ralph is insufferable? I didn't uh, I guess I kind of like Ralph. Me. I don't why why does Ben have an uh, an issue with Ralph? I don't, I don't know. I much. don't know. Ben's got an issue with everybody. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, Still doesn't invite enough. me to his Christmas party. 5 years 6 years running now.
1: Nate the beer guy tweets at Addison says, "Is it okay to get back to sports here or you want to fight with with Ben?" Okay. Nate the beer guy writes, "Jason Garrett is the new Marvin Lewis. Period.
2: Oh, amen to that. I hit like on that one. Uh,
1: and Richard. then then Matt writes, Jason Garrett can go now and take Scott Linehan with him. Uninventive crap play calling. I, I was thinking about this watching both the Cowboys and the Raiders today. And, again, I think I don't think the Raiders are an awful football team. I mean, they're not good, but they're not 0-3 bad. When did the two teams – that had, Arnie, the best offensive lines in all of football, yeah, and they had yeah. invested this money in Oakland and in Dallas, and it was going to change the game. When did their offensive lines become so horrible? I mean, that was so can't horrible. Pre- I mean, Ezekiel Elliott rushed for 127 yards, so... Well, I, maybe maybe I should be more specific. Yeah. As far as protecting the quarterback... Okay. I, I, Dak Prescott was under pressure. Derek Carr almost got killed twice today. I mean, they can run the football, but, man, when it comes to pass protection, they're struggling mightily for both those teams right now.
2: Well, I, you know, it's funny because I thought that the Patriots today did a good job giving Brady time to throw early in the game. I mean, he was back there for like anyone. six, seven, eight seconds. Um, so I, I, you know, it, it it goes in waves. Sometimes you you have some great pass protection. Other times they get the, they start blitzing on you. That's why I blitz every time. I don't let any quarterback stand back there for five, six, seven, eight seconds and pick me apart. I'm coming with everybody.
1: Uh, Judge Reed writes: Pat Mahomes would destroy your Dolphins. This isn't '94 Arnie and Tannehill isn't Marino.
2: Yeah, I'm afraid that we—it's uh, between us and Kansas City right now for home field advantage uh, to go for the AFC Championship. I was looking at that, so. Oh A-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B. my gosh. Bo.
1: Mahomes is so impressive. Three drives, three touchdowns. Chiefs on a fourth attempt here, Leading 21-7. Shotgun snap. Mahomes looks right, left, wide open in the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Add an eighth name to the list of Chiefs that have caught touchdowns in the first three weeks. A 13-yard strike to Demetrius Harris.
2: Also, Mahomes continues to play duck, duck, goose. Oh, stop it. Put Mahomes on another list. What's of that? Of great Kansas City quarterbacks that probably lose in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! Whoa! You <laughs> know, man, they're playing really well. Oh, Why do you got to hate on the Chiefs right my now? My bad. It's it's probably never happened before. I, I'm making that stuff up.
1: Well, they've got the Broncos on Monday Night Football next week, so there's a good chance they could be
2: 4-0. I, hey,
1: you know what? I love it. I love it right now. It's fun. It's creative. I just hope it's not the same as it's been in years past, though you're trying to do your best to make sure that it absolutely is. Oh, you know what it's
2: going to. You know they'll lose in the first round. The fans will get all pumped up. The place will go crazy. And another year of losing at home in the playoffs in the first round, no matter how good of a season that you had.
1: Uh, I'm going to get away from this one quickly before uh, the hate from Kansas City oh, starts no, rolling in right now. starting, I'm sure. They, they, they hate me because I'm a Raiders fan, but again. Uh, hate yourself,
2: Chief fans, for what you've done in the playoffs. Hate yourself. Uh,
1: Tom Brady, you know, we heard from Bill Belichick earlier. We haven't heard from Tom Brady yet about the performance tonight from the Patriots. They
0: played better on offense and ah. scored, and we just, you know, we didn't match it. So
2: Was that Brady or Belichick? They sound the same, tell. don't they? Sorry, couldn't tell. My
1: bad. You've reached you've reached the point where they sound almost identical. Here's here's Brady. Yeah.
0: They played better on offense and scored, and we just you know we didn't match it. So,
2: <laughs> and then here's Belichick. Uh,
0: I don't think anybody clinched a playoff spot today. I don't think anybody was eliminated. Can't today. tell them
2: apart. <laughs> We should play Brady or Belichick. That should be the new game show. A new country. game show we have,
1: right?
0: Brady
2: it's like smash it
1: or trash it. Uh, boy, do you want to get into the officiating controversy here, or do you want to wait? Till are, the you, next are you segment? talking about
2: the, uh, the the Matthews hit? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's let, let's let's get you two cuts from that, and then yeah. we'll get to Sager in here, and then we'll wrap up with Arnie's picks, and of course your tweets. Here's what. Clay, Ma- I almost said Clay Travis. Here's what Clay Matthews said afterwards.
3: Unfortunately, this league's going in a direction I, I think a lot of people don't like. You know, I think they're getting soft. And you know, the only thing hard about this league are, is the fines that they levy down on guys like me who play the game hard. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to keep playing hard. You know, maybe now, pass rushers, guys, can have the quarterback. you just have to attack the ball, which is, you know, I, I've been playing this game for over 20 years. That's how you tackle. So, we'll see. I mean... You know, something's got to change because, you know, the least not. Does you know, he interesting have a he point? You he said
2: that, Chris. That's the second person I heard say that also, where if you want to avoid that type of penalty, just try to strip the ball and they won't call that.
1: That's what Khalil Mack does. By the way, John Gruden, brilliant for trading Khalil Mack because hitting the quarterback will be illegal in two years. I love the move. Here's what Alex Smith had to say about that hit.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I, I'm glad I don't play defense. We talk about strike zone a lot of times with the quarterback and these guys kind of knees the shoulders, right? They can't hit us in the head and can't hit us in the knees when
1: we're in the pocket. It's tough. I felt like he's playing football. He's played a long time. He hit me right in the strike zone. You know, that's the new rule they put in, though, with the finishing these guys, finishing off quarterbacks to the ground. It's all about the weight, right? I mean, I know that sounds cheesy to say. Right. And I know we'll overanalyze it and lose our minds this week, but that's what it's about. It's about judging whether or not a dude is falling on him with his full weight,
2: period. That's, yeah, and that's you're not going to be... where we are. The, yeah, there's no reviewing that. That's strictly up to the official's uh, you know, uh, uh, choice there, whether it's uh, enough to call a penalty or not. But I thought that that was a good call, actually. I don't like all these calls, but I thought that one was a good one. I mean, he landed right on top of him with all his force, so I had no problem with that. You are like the only person, cause, and I hate to
1: say this because you, <laughs> you almost invite a mob to attack you whenever you say, you know, I didn't have a, a bad problem with that. I, I really didn't either. I think what we see is the hit and the angle, and it's not helmet to helmet, and we don't realize how specific they're being with this rule. And listen, I, I go back to the game against Minnesota. The hit he made on Kirk Cousins, right? That that was roughing the passer. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the, uh, Chicago. The hit he made against Mitch uh, Trubisky, that was roughing the passer. Kirk Cousins, uh, I don't know so much. And then of course today, I think we can debate. But I, this stat blew me away. Clay Matthews has 3 roughing the passer penalties already this year. Yeah. His career started in what? 09. He had 4 total from 2009 to 2017. Wow. So he had 4
2: in 8 years. In
1: in 8 years and yeah. he's had 3 already this year and all 3 have been huge. Huge. It extended the game for the Bears. Packers ended up winning. It kept the Vikings alive after an interception and helped lead to the tie. And today it it would have, I think, led to a punt. But Washington gets a fresh set of downs, and they end up winning the game. So, crazy stat on Clay Matthews. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, your tweets will walk us right up to Arnie's picks as we head down the home stretch. But first, Steve DeSager is in the house. What's going on,
3: Steve? Well, Arnie mentioned all the playoff losses from the Chiefs over the years. Yeah. Having looked it up, since they had Joe Montana and Marcus Allen 25 years ago, they are 1-10 in the postseason. Oh, that's pretty good. In 25 years. And that yeah. includes that, how did they lose that game loss at Indianapolis, remember when Andy Reid oh, yeah. started in KC? And had What's that the one win? Lead. The one over the Dolphins in like triple overtime or something like that? No, they had a Texans first round game a few oh, okay. years ago, and they won that. So that's one win Congratulations. in postseason in the last 25 yeah, yeah, years yeah. for KC. <laughs> very, very entertaining offense. And an equally entertaining defense, if you're a Those viewer. Lose again in the first round. <laughs> maybe not if you're a Chiefs fan. You're probably not entertained by the defense, but they are high-scoring games and probably will be all year. In fact, the two top-ranked offenses so far from Weeks 1 and 2 are the two teams playing tomorrow night, Pittsburgh at Tampa Bay. Steelers have a loss and a tie so far. The Bucks are 2-0, and their best start in eight years. Tonight, Detroit was 0 2 and beat New England 26 to 10. Carry on Johnson, rookie running back from Auburn, on 16 carries at 101 yards rushing. I called it. Uh, sure, you did. Lions hadn't had a hundred wow. yards rusher in nearly five years. <laughs> Matthew Stafford two touchdown passes while Tom Brady was held to 133 yards passing, one TD, one interception. Patriots 10 drives, 12 first downs. That's pretty good. Only Lord. 209 total yards for New England while Detroit had over 400. Seattle beat Dallas 24-13. Dak Prescott, one touchdown, two interceptions by Earl Thomas. Prescott was sacked five times. Rams are 3-0 after beating the Chargers 35-23. Jared Goff, three touchdown passes. Kansas City got three more touchdown passes from Patrick Mahomes and beat San Francisco 38-27. The Chiefs 3-0. 49ers, meanwhile, fear that quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL MRI tomorrow. Arizona did get two touchdown passes first quarter from Sam Bradford and then didn't score again. They're 0-3, lost 16-14 to Chicago, which kicked a field goal with under five minutes left. The Cardinals had four turnovers on four straight possessions in the second half. Buffalo with the upset at Minnesota. New Orleans, an overtime win at Atlanta. Philadelphia and Carolina with wins. Miami and Baltimore as well. The Giants sent Houston to an 0-3 mark. Tennessee a 9-6 winner at Jacksonville on a short field goal with about four minutes to go. And Leonard Fournette, star running back for Jacksonville, did not play again due to his bad hamstring. Jacksonville had 10 drives, just 12 first downs today. Tiger Woods won the tour championship. Justin Rose takes the FedEx Cup. Baseball has one week to go in the regular season. Defending champion Houston won today while the A's lost. Houston now four and a half games ahead of Oakland in the AL West. Orioles got a rare win, beating the Yankees, and an MRI shows that Yankee shortstop Didi Gregorius has torn cartilage in his yeah, wrist. Geez. He was hurt scoring the winning run sliding on Saturday as they clinched their playoff spot. They're done. And the Rays got a win, and we might have the Cy Young winner in Tampa Bay. Blake Snell is 21-5, and ERA down to 1.90. Cubs and Brewers each one, Rockies and Dodgers each one. Dodgers 14-0 over the Padres. Guys, it's either an output like that or the Dodgers score two. Nothing in between. That's their season. They're still a game and a half up on Colorado Mm. in the NL West. Sounds
1: crazy to say with a game and a half lead that their magic number is six. But here we are. Here we are. It's a tough, tough schedule for the Dodgers down the stretch. They played their last home game today. They will travel to Arizona and play the Diamondbacks for three games, and then they will wrap things up with the San Francisco Giants, who I would imagine Arnie would love nothing more than to ruin the Dodgers' season by playing well down the stretch. Meanwhile, for those of you keeping tabs on this National League West race, which has been fantastic for the uh, Colorado Rockies, they get Philadelphia for four games, and they wrap things up with Washington for three. How does that happen? How does that happen where you have teams playing like non-division teams in the final seven games of the season? But there you go. Can you, you believe that guy.
2: Colorado's even that close to the Dodgers, uh, especially when you look at their run differential? Uh, Dodgers are plus 173 in runs scored compared to runs given up. Colorado plus one.
1: Well, it's what Desager just brought up. Yeah. It's all or nothing. I mean, they win today. 14-to-zip uh, was the final score. 14-to-zip was the final score the Dodgers win today. And then they lost uh, six, 5-to-3 uh, on Friday night. So just – and then they – five combined runs – in their win over Colorado on Tuesday. So it's kind of weird to figure out. I can't
2: believe you didn't bring up Tiger today. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, I haven't talked about it at all. Uh, What does it mean when Geico says just 15 (laughs) minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Well, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Who wants to talk more about Tiger, me or Torres?
2: That, that's kind of a tough oh, call, isn't it? I shut you both down. I can't do that. I'm like, come on now. We, we're we doing college football and NFL, and you want to talk about Tiger. Congratulations, Tiger. Let's move on.
1: Um, A couple of tweets I want to get to. Uh, over under on Stinkin' Genius saying his Dolphins just clinched the AFC East. Was it two minutes into the show? I think we hit the under on that one, you boy. I think we did hit the under. I only uh, I'm had with- to
2: wait two minutes because Plank had to do the open Geico read. Otherwise, I would have jumped right in.
1: Uh, I'm with Plank on this New England thing. Way too early to call. Thank you, Bake. And and again, we, I think, I I think we know this. It's way too early to call anything. But as Arnie likes to say, our show is tonight. Well, why why is nine. it way too
2: early to call when you find out teams that are zero and two have like a six percent chance of making the playoffs?
1: Because they're not zero and two. They're one and two, and we're three games into a 17 week, 16 game season.
2: Well, it goes to show you how important every game is in the beginning.
1: Uh, Eddie writes Were the Texans next face the murderous sisters of mercy? I can't figure out the Texans for the life of me. Fun fact writes Andrew Jackson if the Dolphins beat the Pats next week and the Jets and Bills win. The Pats will be in last place in the AFC East. How great is that? Uh it's 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 not gonna happen. Arnie, your cut your finger analogy was riveting and worthy of a Marconi. Thank I agree. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I, 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 I thought that was fantastic myself, if I do say
1: so. Uh and here's one. I I didn't understand this. I liked this a couple of segments ago. Maybe you can help me better understand it. I wonder if the media will lament the fact that that Jimmy G needs to learn how to slide, get down, or learn how to protect himself. You know, the same tired, overused cliche used on more athletic quarterbacks? I doubt it.
2: Well, the announcer said it right off the bat uh, before he even found out that, that he was had an injury to the ACL.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think that every quarterback, when they get an opportunity outside the pocket, should get down. But the quarterback, the guy even said, I kind of like this toughness, but he's got to get down. And then speaking of that, Daryl writes, after drinking away the sorrows of losing my quarterback to an ACL, there's nothing better than listening to my guys, Arnie and Plank. Your boy looked good on Thursday, Plank. Talking about Baker. And Arnold's right about Fitz. Best talent he's ever played with. That's the true. The Bucks roll on Monday night. Absolutely I, true. Absolutely I think this has been a fun mirage through two weeks. I think in week eight, we'll be sitting around saying, hey, remember how you guys love Fitzpatrick and you called him Fitzmagic?
2: That was a good time. Could you imagine and, if you guys didn't have Derek Carr and the Raiders somehow ended up with Baker Mayfield? You'd be in heaven.
1: No, I, I, I would be in Oakland is where I would be. Geez. I would be, you know, Baker came back to Norman. He was there on yeah, Saturday. To, I, to see that I, big Arby game. That's right. Does uh, he want to? Does someone want to complain about him going back to a college campus? I, I can give you guys. Some wow, talking look points at and you narratives. being
2: defensive.
1: No, it's not about being defensive, Arnie. It's about dopes who have a narrative that will only apply it to one person and not everyone else, and it makes no sense to me. None Why did somebody whatsoever. rip him for
2: coming back to the game?
1: Oh, I'm. It's coming. You know it'll happen. It, I'm just. I'm just laying it out. I'm laying it I, out so you don't have
2: okay, to. Okay. So then I'll say it right now. Why should? Why shouldn't he go back to the game? It's not like he had anything more important to do, like study up for the next start that he has to make he's a big veteran now he doesn't have to do any of that he's fine he should vacation if he wants to
1: yeah that's right because every other player didn't get the whole weekend off wow. so arnie, you should just sit
2: at home wow. you know when you
1: get an off day arnie stay at home and prepare for the damn show don't go live your life but i guarantee you that's everybody's I mean. gonna get on him for something uh and then eddie writes jason garrett's seat is so hot that I actually believe his pants are on fire right now. Can you yeah. confirm
2: that with Jason yeah. Garrett or no? It, it is. It's. It really is. I'm shocked. I know that him and Jerry are very, very close, but uh, so, you know, you you've got to pull the change and and make the change now uh, after the year. You you can't allow this guy to go another year with that 500 record.
1: I guess the question is, who would be next in Dallas? Because you would think that's a pretty good roster, right? That's a Pretty big-time gig to have, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. They would have their choice of guys, right?
2: Well, we already know who that's going to be. Jerry's getting older. He has to win. He has to win right away. Um, And you're going to go ahead and and, uh, pull a card from under the deck like everybody else did. You're going to bring back Jimmy Johnson.
1: Wait, what? I thought you were going to go with Belichick here. You threw me curveball on that one.
2: Really? I I think he have a better chance. No, Jimmy, I don't think, has any... Uh, any desire to come back after him sitting around fishing and being cush out there? Though if he did come back for a job, I could see it being the Dallas Cowboys.
1: I and trying to right a wrong. Look, hey, John Gruden came back, so Jimmy Johnson, why not? And then Edwards uh, came back. How's that going for him right now? Did they pull that off the other night? Damn good, yeah, two and two and two. Uh, Beer Baron writes: Before you write off the Patriots, Arnie, just remember the Patriots play in the AFC East, and what have you always said? Part of the reason, part of the reason why their franchise, uh, excuse me, their dynasty has been so consistent, is because they play in the AFC East. That's true. Hey, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's wrap it up with what everyone came here for tonight. What you've all been looking forward to. Uh, According to him, he didn't miss a pick last week. So Arnie's picks are next, right here with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. All right, final segment from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios couple of quick tweets before we get to Arnie's picks. I like this from UCLA Dodger Frank, who yeah. writes, Triple win for Buffalo today, guys. They win the game. Nobody quit during halftime. And nobody got thrown through a table. Well, I don't know if we can confirm that last part. I think um, Davis should have just come back
2: at halftime and, like, nothing happened.
1: Just like hey, Wouldn't that I'm have been back. great? Yeah. The George Costanza just show up like I'm nothing here. happened. Uh, Casey Sly writes, As a Chiefs fan... When does the train come off the tracks? The defense needs help. Any real chance Casey gets the deal done with Seattle for the safety Lucas? Wow. Uh, Lucas, Lucas, not Lucas. You're you're close. You're thinking, of course, of Earl Thomas, but I don't think they'll get the deal done for Earl. Well, I don't know. Lucas, too. Well, Lucas isn't bad, but the potential of Earl Thomas in, in, in KC would be huge for them right now, especially with Eric Berry slowly getting back into the mix. And then uh, one more from Sean here, who writes, Let's hear some great analysis and breakdown of our Titans victory today. A game for the ages. Didn't they have like <laughs> nine points? Nine to six was the final score. <laughs> nine to Six. Was the final score. Just break down the field goals. Uh, And, oh, Eric brings up a good point. Breaking news, Arnie, the Browns' Microsoft Surface would still work at the Hilton and Norman. Uh, And then Mr. Wonderful, who the only time I've ever heard him on the radio, he choked unlike anything I ever heard on Ben Maller's show. Yeah. But He writes, imagine how glorious it must be to have someone on you as hard as Plank rides Baker Mayfield. Holy bleep, Arnie, how can you stomach it? I can't. I can't. He he can't. And also it's because he's he he's good and you can continue to be jealous and envious that he doesn't choke like you did when you got your opportunity on Ben's show. Wow. All right. Where do you where do you want to start your picks here tonight? I want Ronnie? to go to Where college. do you
2: want to start? I want to start with the three big games in college. I got six picks, three in the college, three in the NFL, and we start with the big game where Penn State's going to be at home against Urban Myers, Ohio State Buckeyes. Now Uh, I was surprised that Urban didn't run it up in the second half of the game on Saturday, but then he didn't want to get the criticism, I'm sure. It would have made everybody forget about all the other problems. Uh, With that being said, Penn State is a damn good team at home, and I'm getting four and a half. I don't want the four and a half. I don't need the four and a half. I'll take the four and a half. Penn State to beat Ohio State and give them their first loss. Of course. Here's a question, by the way. How did Penn State end up
1: covering on Friday against Illinois?
2: Oh, wow. Did they just run off like 35 points in a row or something like that? It was the craziest thing I've ever watched. points in a row or something like that. It was upset City for like two minutes, and then they covered the spread. All right, where do you want to go next? Sorry. Arizona. I'm taking the three and a half. I'm back on my Arizona Wildcats bandwagon with two straight victories against the elite of NCAA football, Southern whoever, and Oregon State. Uh, but USC's no great shakes. We know that. And you're going to give me three and a half points in uh, in this one? Forget about it. I'll take the Wildcats plus the points. And give me Notre Dame minus four and a half at home in South Bend against Stanford, who had to do everything they can to pull out that victory against Oregon. Notre Dame, the much better team. So give me the Irish minus four and a half. I got four, uh, three picks in the NFL. I'm all over the Rams, minus 6.5 at home against those Minnesota Vikings. I'm under the magic number of 7. The Viking defense scares the heck out of me. Yeah, and you lost to Buffalo. When you lose to Buffalo, I'm off the bandwagon. I'm sticking with my Miami Dolphins. Don't want the 7.5. Don't need the 7.5. I'll take the 7.5. They will beat the Patriots and send the Patriots to 1-3. and And we can start throwing the dirt on Belichick, the Patriots, and Brady. And the last game. Give me the Falcons to bounce back, laying five-and-a-half against Cincinnati. I think they really put a world of hurt on them. I love Atlanta in this one. I'll lay the five-and-a-half. So there you have my picks. Do them as you please. But remember, they're strictly for entertainment purposes only.
1: When was the last time you guys beat USC?
2: <laughs> I think it's been a while. Like, it's not that long, I don't think. I don't know. I have to think about it.
1: Yeah, I, just, uh, I was curious. I thought USC bounced back in a nice way this weekend, going up to – wazoo and beating the cougars yes, they and you're did. just you're just gonna slide right slide yeah. right back into that bad boy pretty much yeah uh, and, in Tucson, and you're, too. you're you're a full believer in in the miami dolphins right now and, and you know i would not
2: three and second best record what, the best record in football of course <laughs> Se- I am. second best record at three and zero. i hope yeah. it would be the best record well, i are gonna say with 3-0. kansas city tied in the afc but we'll we'll beat them out
1: um all right well congratulations
2: on an amazing
1: day for all your teams yeah, and an amazing weekend time, for all time of them first time in
2: like a decade all my teams win I'm
1: glad you didn't let it get to your head and talk a lot of gas about it all night yeah, long I'm I mean I'm that glad was I didn't either uh, that was pretty rewarding. I want to thank Eric Roberts for the great job that he did producing the show tonight, he didn't do Bobo anything. on the Wheels of Steel, I mean, and of course Steve Robert Desager on and updates. And he had uh, great insight all night long. Don't, I don't forget, even
2: know he's there. He hasn't even talked to me. I don't even know if we have a producer today. No, Big no one ben talks Malheur. to you, but Chris. <laughs> oh, there Big he is. Big Ben Maller is coming up next. There he is. Really, and saw-
1: okay. See, Arnie, this is what he does. He doesn't understand why people get mad. I don't. And understand. He takes these little cheap shots and these yeah. digs, like, "Wow, wow, you're getting all mad." It's like, yeah, you're taking <laughs> cheap shots at people. I mean, it's it's just it's uh, you an know. I tried to give point. a little
2: decorum, so I didn't. You tweet don't try to, to give
1: anything, when, Arnie. When
2: when Oklahoma was going in the overtime and about to lose, I'm not holding back next time.
1: You're trying to give decorum by tweeting when and if I'm going to show up to the program. Tonight.
2: Well, that too. That that's too. your idea
1: of yeah. giving decorum? That, um, that's, yes.
2: Yes. Oh, my gosh.
1: We'll see you guys yes. next Sunday night. For Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Stick around. Later. Big Ben is coming up next. Have a great week. This is Fox Sports Radio.
2: Go Dolphins. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and
1: odds before you gamble.